of here. All right, we are back. We're sorry we're late, but we're going to have a freaking amazing show today. Let me tell you what's going on here today. So anyway, for welcome to let me just start with this. Welcome to Saucecast. This is where finance meets romance, okay? On the number one channel on the planet for entrepreneurs, valuetainment. We're in the house. Uh, my name is Adam Sosnick. My friends call me Saz. You know this, Jason, right? Of course. And we're here for, with a few simple goals in mind. We want to help you entrepreneurs out there, you young men out there, okay, improve your status, improve your financial status, improve, improve your sexual and relationship status, and win in life. What do we always say, Nat? We want to see you get paid, laid, and do, and do it, it your way. way. I love so that. So, cool. special <laughs> guests on the show today, you've probably seen their faces. You might like, ah, oh, that guy looks super familiar, that hot chick, I kind of know her. Let me explain who's here today. So we got Jason and Christy Stone. I almost called you Christina, but I didn't want you to feel like you're in trouble. You're not. You're going to have a good time today. Okay. So Jason and Christy Stone, major, major influencers, major influencer couple. If you're not familiar with their names, which you probably are at this point, you definitely have heard of their Instagram page, The Millionaire Mentor, I think approaching 10 10 million. 10 million. Right? On Instagram, what? 10 million followers? It's yeah. ridiculous. I almost said subscribers, but 10 million followers mm-hmm. right there. You've probably seen this page, Millionaire Mentor. You've seen that logo. 9.9 million. Um, very close to 10 million right there. Mm-hmm. It is the massive social media on social media. Well, we got uh, to have a party media. when we hit 10 million. Oh my God, we have to. You should do it on the side. The number one entrepreneurial yeah. lifestyle publication. And that's just one Instagram. Because co- mm-hmm. if you combine all your Instagrams, you have like, what, like 15 million? 15. Exactly. So if you go to Jason Stone, right, you've got over a million. If we click on that in the bio, right? Yeah, right there in the bio. There we go. 1.3 million verified. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom. You got the NFT News Global, which is the second biggest NFT page on Instagram. This is the second biggest NFT. Wow. Wow. Okay. So multiple pages. This is an NFT page. Mm-hmm. A few other boom. crypto pages. A few other- but give Christy a shout out. Let's yeah, see her page. She, yeah, let's go to Christy. She ain't no chump yeah. change. She's the lovely lady you see in all the pics, the family pics, the vacation pics. But what people don't understand, she's also a boss. She's also a mentor. Now that you mentor a lot of women. Thousands, For yeah. sure. And you're an entrepreneur yourself. Yeah. So you're not just a pretty face. Like you're. I used to be. You still are. <laughs> and then some. And then some. I think some, it's fair yes. to say. Right? Anyway, Jason and Christy. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here on Valuetainment. Awesome. Thank this you for awesome. having um, us. Is it really well, money and romance? This is where finance and romance get intersect. paid, get that. laid, and do it your way. I hey, love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Can we cut that up right there? That. That's a nice clip right there. Anyway, we're, the, the entire premise of this show is we want to help. Probably 90% of our audiences are men. Shout out to the women out there watching. Yes. But they're all, for the most part, entrepreneurs, hustlers, people that want to get better. So our entire premise is we want to give them game okay mm-hmm. whether that's money advice dating advice relationship advice life advice at the end of the episode at the end of an hour and a half of when we're done we want them saying damn i'm glad i tuned in to watch a millionaire mentor him and his girl do it like serve some game that's the that's the entire premise here so i'm going to ask a lot of questions and make a lot of points but then you guys are going to tell us you know your answers there's nothing none of this is scripted mm-hmm. none of this is written out we're all just doing our thing. So one of the um, questions or the main question that we ask couples or people that are on here is to explain who you guys are, like how you met, your relationship status. You're obviously married. So how long and how you guys make your money. So uh, Jason, you know, the age before beauty, 
So go first. Explain who you guys are, how you met, how you make your money. Okay, that's three questions. One, I should say um, the the how we met part. That's oh, a God. really long story. So, so make it quick. <laughs> All right, you want to make it quick? Cause yeah, everything's quick. Wham, bam, <laughs> thank you, man. All right. Quick. Um, so I'm Jason Stone, 42 years old. Um, own a marketing agency. Own a engineering company, which is Treadstone. We didn't even show that on Instagram. Um, we met through friends at a. Friend's it wasn't Neil, was it? No. Neil might have been. No, actually, <laughs> no it's Neil not Neil. So we, we met through a friend's party. Yeah. Here uh, in Miami. Yeah. Okay. I had a girlfriend at the time, and we got invited <laughs> uh, down. <laughs> we got invited to a birthday party in the Keys, and um, she had this boombox, just playing this music all the time. And I was just hanging around the music, hanging around her. Hanging around me. Yeah, hanging around her. Yeah. For the, Were you there for the music or the hot chick? I think the chick. Yeah. <laughs> Could even like the music. So, so it was really, you know, we started out as friends and we were friends for a while because that's when I was promoting the pool parties. Yeah. Time at Neil. And I would actually pick her up from to go to the pool party sometimes. Sometimes before even my girlfriend. I'd pick her up and then pick my girlfriend up. Oh, so you were still dating your girl at the time. We were yeah. friends. He's 11 years older I, than me. We, so we all, I, wow. I, we I, I saw him and immediately I was attracted, but never in a million years. 11 years age difference. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never okay. in a million years I would have thought like that. I was a little girl, I was 17 years old. So Hold on, I, Jason. Seventeen. You were eighteen was, at the time. Was, yes, yes. I actually. Chrissy, I, I, I met, we, we I met him. I met him when I was seventeen. No, you were eighteen. <laughs> okay, I okay. remember you were not underage. <laughs> we were in bed. We were in bed. And I'm like, are you really seventeen? And I'm like, are you really seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, local authorities, they are married. Oh God, kids. yes, yes, okay. yes. But I saw the point him. Is you were not of. Uh, you, you couldn't vote. No, I could. Drive. I was you, in high school. I, I was in high school. Wow. And I, I saw see, him. I and you know what I said when I saw him? <laughs> I told my friend, I'm like, who is that? Yeah. And he was like, no, don't worry about him. He's with her. And I said, that's my husband. Wow. You said this? I said that as soon as I saw she him. That, yeah. Did you have hair at the time? Yeah. He did. Okay. <laughs> He's hotter without hair. Way hotter. Okay. But you guys, all guys, you guys aged better. Yeah. For sure. Well, we're going to talk about Let me that. get better with age. We're going to talk about, you know, how a man must become great and a woman just kind of sometimes is beautiful so that all right so long story short yeah. we kissed and he Whoa, broke up with her wait, 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 and wait. here we are <laughs> that's a, a short story we i, I want to go th- into the little detail yeah like, get oh in there. my god so it, it's story. funny it's, it's funny you guys gotta hear it i don't think we've ever put it out there love it um my my girlfriend was had a photo shoot mm-hmm. the day of the pool party so she was going to go late to the pool party she ended up not really making it to the pool party, so we were hanging out and went to the beach afterwards, hanging out at the beach. And uh, she kept, we were, we were giving each other shots at the beach. I said, if you give me another shot, I'm going to kiss you. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who did you just apologize to? My ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh, oh, you know the ex-girlfriend? <laughs> so we're friends. Yeah. You're still Wait, friends? No, 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 She was no, no, giving no, no, her no, no, advice no. about their, oh, our relationship. My oh, my God. They were on. Ma- she was it's asking her. He's never shared this you know. with anyone. <laughs> she was. Giving you just a- apologized to the girl, but you're not in touch with her. <laughs> no, no, no. I, okay. And she wasn't my friend. We just went gotcha. to high school together. Mm. Uh, giving her dating advice about a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, so that, she so that your next shot. Next thing you know, I think yeah. The night we we went back to the house. Yep. I kidnapped her. She was supposed to get dropped off at her parents. I'm like, I'm just driving home. Yeah. How long did you kidnap her for? The whole night. The whole weekend. The whole weekend. <laughs> the whole weekend. Yeah, no, I, I asked that for a reason because we, when, like, all I, right, I, that, could, I couldn't leave. 
I get this situation because there was a girl that I was with for a now long I get time. Kidnapping underage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kidnap underage minors. Sorry, Dad. Okay. Sorry. But sometimes when you meet a girl and like you're all about that, right? Whether yeah. you end up getting married or end up dating, but like it's on. You know it's on. You're not We felt that, yeah. Exactly. You're not just gonna have her come over for the night and like, all right, you're out, peace. You're gonna the whole weekend you have her there until like yeah. you got like you I, literally have to leave. I think no, I, I, I moved drive in, you, I, I moved in I like after four months. Night, though. Well, the whole cop, the cop story. Oh my God, Jason, we don't. The cops. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend came knocking on the door that no night. No way. And she was there oh, for an you hour. Were still together. Oh, we, no, we were in the, we were in the house. But meaning you were still with your ex-girlfriend yeah. when you took Christina. I mean, to she house. didn't yeah. show up because she had a photo shoot. Right. And uh -huh. we were just drinking, and that's when I said, when, "That's when he said, if you give me another shot, I'm gonna kiss you.'" And I was like, "Okay." And then I didn't leave the house so, for the long, weekend. Long story short. We're back at the house. Yeah. Kyle comes knocking on the door and we're like, <laughs> what the fuck do we do? No what do we do? Right. And we're in bed and, you know, and she, and <laughs> oh she was, God. she was knocking on the door for hours and then she called the cops. No way. The cops started knocking on and the door. And my dad There's sirens out. There's, there's all these lights outside. We're like, what night. the fuck do we do? <laughs> we're hiding out, not trying to make a noise. We're not here. My phone's blowing up. Her phone's blowing up. No one's answering the phone. You know that the cops are outside. Yes. Yeah, but the cops can't do anything. They, they left. They were walking all around the house. She stays there for another hour, knocking on the door. Finally left. And they're like, all right, should we, should we go? Should I drop you off? Let's get you out of here at night, you know, not in the morning. How long was she knocking on the door for? I don't know, hours. Hours? From like 12 to like 4 a.m. Wow. Did she know you were at... In the house, he or was she... sleeping. He, she saw I the saw car. Wow, a lot and of air quotes going yeah. on. I was knocked out, and I called yeah. her, and she believed me that you were sleeping. So she just found out just now. No, 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 no. The day after, he broke up with her. Yeah. Oh, straight up. Yeah. But I told her I was sleeping. Oh yeah. So you broke up with the girl the next day. Yeah. Because you know that this was the one. Yeah. Did you know that she was the one, or did I you do. think she was just hotter than the no, other girl? I know she's just. One. And how she did you one. know? Because we've been friends for a while, and it was uh, never an awkward moment. We got along. We hung out as friends for a long time. Got it. So as, you knew I, the second you saw him, like, that's my husband. I knew. You said that. I knew. You knew. I knew. Okay. And then, but how long were you guys friends But my for? intentions weren't malicious when, because he did mention that I was giving his girl advice to be with him. Yeah. I never in a million years thought that a grown man with a business was going to see me as a woman because I was 17. I'm sorry. 18. <laughs> 18, 18. I was 18, little girl. So I really was just trying to help them as friends. I was yeah. very honest. Us, me and yeah. him, me and him Pure became intentions. friends. Obviously, I had the biggest crush, but I don't yeah. think he knew. Alright. Um, and then but what every time we hung out as friends, it was just so easy going, as cliche as it sounds, when you know, you know. That's amazing. It's just mm. it's just a, a, like there's no ifs or what it just you just know, you feel it. He felt it, we knew and it just had to happen. It was you know? just so you were eighteen at the time. Eighteen. And you were twenty twenty nine? Twenty nine. Thirty two. No, twenty nine, babe. You, oh no, sorry, yeah. One year older than you. So yeah. eleven years old. Twenty nine. Yeah, eleven. I'm doing I'm picking up the pieces yeah, yeah, of the puzzle yeah. here, guys. <laughs> Long story short, my parents hated him. Hated him. Hated him. He Why? he kidnapped me. Right. Was that the night Literally. I drove you home? And but I actually, my, okay. So my parents don't know English. He do, he do, he doesn't know Spanish. Mm. Yeah, you're so, what? What's your background? I'm Peruvian, Peruvian born and raised. I came here when I was Lima. 15. Lima, yes, Lima, Peru. And when he, because we couldn't be together because of my parents, mm -hmm. I told him that my parents were sending me back to Peru, mm. which it was not true. 
So I told him, I'm like, I'm leaving. We had goodbye sex. Like, I love you, I'm gonna miss you. You're the love of my life. And then he's like, maybe you so should just move in with me. And I was like, okay. What? Was, the, was the Peru <laughs> really? story true? No. <laughs> you just bullshitted your way I, to the I, top? I, what happened I, I loved him. And my dad was like, he's gonna use you and leave you. I'm like, Papi, I love him. Let me get her broken. I love him. I, I know what I'm doing. Wow. Or oh, now he's the, the favorite. I'm like the, mm. my parents are obsessed with him. So yeah, at, at what point did it transition to like, all right, I like this guy. My parents didn't speak me to gusta. me for six, mo- <laughs> for <Wow>. six months. <laughs> because you were dating him? Because I, I moved Your parents wouldn't it. speak with yeah. you? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So when man. they look at you now, you've been married for... Oh no! They're, they, I'm telling years? you, how um, long you guys been married? 14. Fourteen. Fourteen years. You have two kids together, right? Age, what do you say, eleven? And six. And six. Boy and girl, yeah. So like, you guys have the last laugh here, meaning. Well, yeah. Whether it's the girlfriend, whether it's the freaking <laughs> cops at the door, whether it's freaking Poppy, <laughs> whether it's Poppy. the family in Lima, that's like you're coming home. No, <laughs> they're like, they're obsessed worked. with him. It worked, yeah. yeah. Okay, so oh. do you, are are you kind of like? I told no, you so. Not, like, I, I, not you, really. I feel like we had everything against us. Even the group of friends that we had, we kind of broke up the the, the, the whole group because obviously they were going towards the girl. And I totally understand. Yeah. It was like everybody, all of our group of friends were against us. You guys are never going to last. He's going to use you. He's not going to take you seriously. You're too young. He's too this. You're too that. But we knew. And it's not that I... Now we feel like, oh, t- like, screw you guys. Like, we made it. Yeah. It's like we want to inspire and showcase that when you know, you know. And if you work hard for someone that you love, mm-hmm. you can achieve anything you want. Now, was it the fact that you're like, all right, I'm attracted to him? All right, that's one part of the equation. Is it like he's older, he's wiser, he's successful, he's got a business? Like, if you can kind of put... She first asked if I had a brother. And then, and then oh, I asked if you had friends. When I was with the girl, right. my girlfriend. But what was it that attracted you? Meaning it was it was more than just looks. You know was it status? You know, you know was it the funny? fact that he had a lot going for him? You said that he had a business. So what was it that created that connection? You know what's funny? When I was little, I, 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 I really believe in manifestation, the law of manifestation. And when I was little, I when I was five years old, I have 27 cousins on my mom's side. And my grandma had a restaurant. They all had to clean and cook. And they would always tell me, like, Christy, come clean, come cook. And me at five years old, I'm like, I don't want to do that. And they're like, you're never going to be able to take care of a man. And you know what I told them? I'm like, I'm going to move to America. I'm going to learn English. I'm going to get a gringo, which is a white guy. Yeah, believe me. I'm going to be... I'm gonna be a, <laughs> from one bingo who dates Latinas <laughs> to another. I get it. I'm like yeah. I'm gonna be a millionaire and I'm gonna have a maid and I'm never gonna have to clean and cook. And I don't say that in a bad way, but that was really I had a list and I really believed it to my core. It wasn't me dreaming. Huh. It wasn't me like making a plan. It was just me, a little girl, like this is what I'm gonna do. And when I saw him before I even knew, because I thought he was Cuban, before I even knew that he was American or yeah. that he was successful, I just saw him and just his. Body language, the confidence, the body, the looks, obviously. Yeah. I just said, I mean, I said it joking, that's my husband, but it, I, I was so attracted to him. But there was him. some truth in the joke. So what is it that compels a five-year-old little girl in <laughs> Lima, Peru, you're five years old, when the yeah. when your family, your 27,000 cousins, whatever very the number hum- is. Very humble when beginnings. They're, when they're like, come clean, you're like, no, I'm 
destined to move to America yep. to find a gringo to I'm going to have a boy and a girl to have, uh, to have a I'm family gonna have a maid. <laughs> millionaire never cooking and cleaning what, why did you have such confidence at five years old as funny as it sounds I was the only cousin that had cable and I had Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network mm. and I remember seeing the lifestyle on the shows you know Disney Channel Nickelodeon like seeing the commercials and seeing the lifestyle in America so yeah. my mind expanded and I'm like that's what I want and I'm, I'm going to get it I don't know how. I'm never worried about the how. I just believe in something and I know that I can achieve anything. Because anything anything really? you want is out there. You just have to obviously put yourself out there, believe it and work for it. But huh. you have to believe that you're able to get whatever you want. Hearing all this. Like, oh, did, he thought it was crazy. Yeah. Did you yeah, have this much I, clarity at a young age where you're like, yo, I'm promoting pool parties, eating chicken wings, doing other things. <laughs> and she's just a hot, spicy Latina. Let's just get this party started. Like, Did you have the clarity that she had? Or you're the typical guy that's like, all right, I don't know, we'll kind of figure it out. Definitely not. I I didn't even believe in that voodoo witchcraft manifestation (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Now I do. Yeah, a lot of personal development along the way, but you know. Okay. Back then. Wow. Like you know, you gotta you gotta work for it. That's not gonna happen if you don't. And by the way, he would he would pull like girls like models you know like he was out there and I would see him with all these girls, and I was just like you know nobody. But it was how comfortable I think he felt with me as a friend that he yeah. could just open up to me and tell me everything and be himself. And was it was it attractive? Were you more attracted to him? Be honest. Were you more attracted to him because so many girls were around him and surrounding him at the pool parties that you're like, no, damn, this guy no, because, pulls chicks. No, if I can I, be one of these girls one day. I was also a promoter. Okay. So I was around a lot of guys just like that, like him. Ah, uh, yeah. It was just him. Like he was, was obviously good looking, but the friendship that we had was just okay. Yeah, so it comfortable. Start, it all started. We were for months friends, and we were also friends with benefits. Even <laughs> even after we broke up, we broke up with my girlfriend. Yeah, we didn't really make it official. Yeah. how much longer? So I don't know. Till I moved in. I had I had I had to lie to my parents. Even, even, even when you moved in, yeah, you're, he, you're, he, you he were seeing guys when you moved in my house, and I was going out and I was still seeing wow. other girls. Like one it wasn't, day he broke up with me. He's like, "I need you to move out," and I was like, I'm "Oh, not, yeah," I'm because not she she was doing her own thing. She was still, you know, getting picked up with guys at my house. I'm I like, "This young, is not a hotel." I was very young. Hold on, <laughs> she was living with you. You guys were dating, you yeah. know, banging whatever. We didn't make but it. She'd official. still be going out with other guys. Yeah. How did you accept that? It was like, oh, come, uh, let's smoke. I'm going to smoke with my friend or yeah. something like that. And you it, know, wasn't, I, I it, was, was, it wasn't me dating. I just had. Yeah, it wasn't dating. dating. Okay, gotcha. She so wasn't dating. I wasn't dating either, but we were. We had friends. I, had, you know, okay. I would go meet different girls at different parties and go to dinners and she'd be doing her own thing still. And we were just living together. I, I brought her in because I just wanted to save her from being, <laughs> going to Peru. <laughs> Captain Seva. <laughs> because we, we, we were still friends. But that's the thing. You guys okay. love to save girls. We were that's still true. friends at well, the time. We got the Superman complex. I love that. Anyway, have you guys ever told that story on a podcast live? Absolutely Never live. No. Okay. not. Amazing. Nice. Let's pull up chat. Um, by the way, we're going to be answering your super chat questions mm-hmm. throughout I the episode. See the, uh, all Throw the them on there. Cool. We got Jason Stone, Chrissy Stone, Millionaire Mentor, Influencer couple in the house. They're going to be answering your questions. Don't pay attention to the comments. Some, some swear, are nice. I'm like, I'm like some are not nice. Don't worry about them. <laughs> Natalia will manage that. Got you guys. But we will, um, we will certainly answer your guys' questions when you're having one. Anyway, Wait, can you pass my water? with that being said, oh, there's water. Yeah, you stole her water. Yeah. All right. Let's get into um, let's get into some topics. Let's have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, this concept of being an influencer, right? You guys are influencers. So, 
You know what's nuts is um, you guys have kids, so you're probably familiar with this, is that every kid wants to be an influencer these days. Wild stat. Bloomberg just did a report. Apparently 98% of kids, right, in between uh, 6 and 12, when they grow up, they want to be influencers. 98%, okay? So when I was growing up, it was doctors, lawyers, astronauts, athletes, whatever it is, president. Now... Basically, 98% of kids are basically saying, give me TikTok or give me death. Like, I'm out of this thing. So you guys are in real life actual influencers. You have kids that I assume have social media profiles at this point. So uh, my question is, do you want your kids to be influencers when they grow up? Yeah, absolutely. I I want them not to be the so-called influencer. I want them to have a social media. I want them to put themselves out there and build their personal brand and if it leads to them influencing somebody somebody to buy a service or product so be it i just want them to actually have a social media be active on social media mm-hmm. in case you never know what could, what can happen because you know fo- followers maybe maybe Jaden wants to promote something and, and showcase what he's doing maybe in jujitsu or he started this cool candy business. Maybe that business could lead to another business that will eventually be able to promote to his followers. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I want him to be an influencer. I just yeah. want him to be active on social media. Gotcha. And so Brielle does the same thing with uh, her TikToks. I want the kids to do whatever they want to do. Believe it or not, because we've always been recording them since they were babies. Yeah. And we're all about, you know, recording and creating content. And they're used to that. And they know that it's work for mommy and daddy. But... My son doesn't want to be an influencer. Yeah, try to he, get them to he make has a, a TikTok, NFT and his TikTok is not. He used to when he was little show face, but mm-hmm. now it's all edits that he does. He loves editing videos. He loves. Mm. Got it. The same thing with my daughter Brielle. She um she loves she loves the attention, but at the same time now she's posting more edits. They're already more like, for example, Jaden wants to be an actor. Brielle wants to be a singer. Mm. So they're not like, I want to be an influencer because they see our work mm-hmm. and to them is not something that mm-hmm. they look forward yeah, they're to. they're a little young too. Mm-hmm. I but they're 11 I, and 8. No, I think they're, they're, they know what they want. I think they see us doing it so it's not something that they... Yeah. I feel like people that are not around influencers, they look up to it but they don't really see the work behind the it's scenes. Job, yeah. Exactly. How many times I tell them like, wait, that was funny. Go back and do it again mm-hmm. for me to record it. Or like, yeah. no, wait, Jaden, do it again. You did that. And I've been doing that to them since they were little and they know it's work and, and they're, they're good gr- actors and they're at recreating yeah. what they just but did. But it's not something <laughs> that like, oh, I already do that at home. I don't want to do that after school. You know, like actually Jaden gets embarrassed when his friends google us yeah and his friends go like oh my god we googled your parents and Jaden's like no no you know like it's there's they're just, just normal people just, like like yeah you know, like the way that Peru, they just grew up in humble <laughs> beginnings no big deal the way you just edified him and you yeah. showed his instagram to me i'm looking at him and i'm like oh my god that's just my husband you know like yeah which is amazing but it's just it's just us so go deeper on like the benefits of the kids having social media at such a young age mm-hmm. what do you see as the benefits I mean, besides the fact that they get free clothes and they've gotten, you know, all the PR packaging since they were little for content and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, the benefits, they're very, very confident, but I think that's also the way they were raised. You know, I'm I'm really big with affirmations and Mm -hmm. we took parenting classes and we're present parents, which that's amazing. Um, But at the same time, to them, it's really uncomfortable when we go on a trip and people want like, hey, Jay, hey, Christy, pictures. They they do get a little shy and they do want their privacy, you know? Mm -hmm. Have you seen 
like the w- anything out there there's going to be good and bad of okay course. it's whether you watch television play video games play sports there's always going to be good things and bad things mm-hmm. so i'm never going to knock social media the reason that i even know you guys is because of social media but i feel like at such a young age i'm not even talking about your kids there has to be some consequences and some issues that come up with kids having social media and your guys experience what's sort of the downside of kids, whether it's, you know, aged 8, 10, 12, 15, being on social media, like literally on social media or even watching social media. What do you think the downside is? They see everything that we do. We can't play hooky from school <laughs> until the kids are sick and go on vacation. Or, uh, I don't know, I can't talk about Jane's candy business because all the teachers follow us. Yeah. They might shut them down. I, I, think, I, I think I mean, that's social- just superficial. Yeah. Um. But privacy, maybe they, you know, they don't want to be put out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. When we were growing up, we're a similar age. Dude, we we barely had beepers. Yeah. yeah okay? Beepers. You had beeper. Like, that was like, if you want to get in touch with me, beat me. Right? Then it turned into a cell phone. Right? Well, like a BlackBerry or even before that, a Razor, whatever the hell it was. Then it became an iPhone. And then with an iPhone, you can start FaceTiming people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, privacy. Okay. And then Facebook started showing up. All right. I'm going to elect to put my stuff out there. And then it's like, all right, even before Facebook, you had Friendster or MySpace. All right, it was a conscious, like, I have to register this. Then it's like, all right, social media, it's so-called, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, YouTube out there. And then less and less and less privacy in your life. So now you're talking about your kids. They've had a social media profile since the day where they were born. Even PBD, his kids, boom. They they assigned them social media yeah. profiles at birth. I'm just wondering, I don't have kids. As a parent, there must be some like talks you need to have to say, this isn't real life. There's filters out there. Don't believe that. That was probably edited. You probably have to like teach them other things that we didn't have to learn as a kid. I was, you run into I was, this? I was just going to say that I think is the... The dopamine that they get on the daily, because yeah. even my daughter, you know, she's six and she'll be like, mommy, I got five new followers today. So mm-hmm. to them, that at such a young age is yes. like, that's the dopamine. That's me being accepted. That's me being liked. Or mm-hmm. my friend said this about my content. And so I'm always trying to explain to them that that is not real. That yeah. all what matters is what you think about yourself and how do you feel? How did you feel creating that TikTok? Did you have fun? Yeah. Who cares if you don't get, you know, the 20 likes that you're expecting or whatever? You know, it's like, who, how do you, who, who did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Are you loving it? Right. And then, so I'm really, really, um, I don't want to say strict because mm-hmm. they do love their gadgets, but I'm very careful that we do have that present time. Yeah. And, you know, we always remind them that we're a team and we have dinner together. Then we all, And one thing that I do love is that they share absolutely everything with us. Like to them, we're we're their friends. Mm. The same way that I, any, today I told them, I'm like, guys, I'm going to a podcast, you know, so I do it and I share my stuff with them that I'm excited. So they feel comfortable doing it as well, because there's a lot of things that I mean, not in our case, but a lot of kids do get cyberbullied and do compare themselves. And when they don't have a friend or someone to look up to or someone that's in this type of world in the yeah. scene, they get 
depressed and they feel like they're not worth anything and that's what they want to be influencers when they grow up but because you know the kids have seen us and our work ethic and what it really takes to have the freedom that we have we do make sure that we enjoy that present time with them and that is why mommy and daddy work so hard through our phones and we have to recreate that content a million times so we can be able to be present when, and be here when you guys them. are having like dinner Mm-hmm. major influencer major influencer kids are influencers is they're like all right everybody phones down exactly oh like, yeah yeah put absolutely. It down, turn it off absolutely it's family time absolutely. there's times like you know we're, we're, we're getting stricter and stricter with how much time they can spend on their phones mm-hmm. like Jaden, now he, he's got to come home from school he's got to take an hour off and do his homework read some pages of a book have this certain amount of phone time we got dinner time phones go away at the dinner table even after we play some card games, some board games, phones maybe for a little bit, even before bed. Like the, the it's pray, not like yeah. they have social media and they're on their phones and gadgets like all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you got definitely. But how do you control script. it when it's like, all right, good night, lights out. He's eleven. He's gonna be twelve. Oh no, no, soon. no! I, t- I take their gadgets yeah. at night. Gadgets are done. I, the gadgets but are the, done. At like, what age are they, they gonna they, say, they, look, mom? They, I'm 15 years old. Go gadget I'm, yourself uh, away from me. Like, uh, how are you going to work? You know not what? living under my roof. Jaden, if we're you're not, watching. We're but. not there yet. They're so innocent, too. I think the way, you know, obviously it, it does go down the way that they were raised. Yeah. Um, Like I said, we did take parenting classes, and I was very intentional because I come from a lot of abuse growing up mm. from in Peru, so I wanted to be the best mom that I could be. So I'm very, very intentional with how I raise them and how the communication that we have. Now that I'm their friend, they know that I'm their mom and I respect them, but they do trust me and they do listen to us. Gotcha. So gadgets are off, we pray, and I ask them at dinner once a week, what did you fail at this week? Like, I want, like what did you mm-hmm. fail at this week? Because you want them to fail. Mm-hmm. I had such a negative relationship with failure growing up, and I was terrified of trying anything. But I want them to fail at something every week. Did you try something? Did you do something? Mm-hmm. And they, like, they're what, always what trying new things. What can you improve on? What can you do better? What, what, what do you think great. you need to? That's so crucial, especially yeah. for kids. You know, kids, they go through a lot of bullying. And I can imagine, like, yeah. having influencer parents, those comments. Like, I think, like, that mental toughness that you guys teach kids, especially right now with criticism so high, like, it, the value of that, they may not see it now, but they'll shape into that, you know? Absolutely. Like, and I think it's great they can even visually see, like, even you guys as parents, like, innovate and grow. Because I think, you know, seeing, like, hearing your story coming from a different type of family and lifestyle, you know, to the parent you are today. Day. you know they get to see the difference like wow you know mommy we used to do this at the dinner table daddy used to say this at the dinner table and i think you know those are really moments that a lot of families today be, like they don't have a chance to do that absolutely people just buy mcdonald's and then they go and they're like All right, i, I never had that yeah you see yeah. like and i can see i can feel like that's important for you guys especially for being influencers so mm-hmm. i think it's really important that like people understand like it's really important to like put an effort into your kids that way absolutely yeah that's awesome um we have a video right here i want to kind of get yeah. a, a sneak peek into Uh-oh. a day in the life yes. of an influencer we're going to transition from the influencer mm-hmm. stuff in a second but here's this video i think we can play the audio as well yes go Where back to go? the uh, i gotta put it went away but it's right here Next video. I think it's the fourth one. You know that picture? Yes. Of course you know that. The fourth one. All right. There it is. Before she gets played, producers, make sure that we got the uh, audio Sound? on. Okay. I'm good. That was an influencer gig. I love this. This is a... Let me zoom in for our audience. Are you sure it's not the boat? I think this is the boat. I know. I know Ready? that's not the boat. Or maybe. Luxury I don't know. Yacht? Oh, I'm just kidding. I know you pay. 
All right, we turn the music off. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, yeah, we don't want to get any copyright. Anyway, so oh, wow. the, the day in the life of an influencer, mm-hmm. right? So was it, this is planned, this is staged, this is real. You know the guy with the boat, that you you exchanged it for, like, currency as a favor, barter. We want to do a photo shoot. Like, give us a little glimpse into your life that day, would you? Uh, that day, I think we they needed content for... Um, to sell their their yacht, they rent out the yacht. Mm-hmm. We met the owner of the yacht, uh, and there they work with different yacht brokerages mm-hmm. to uh, rent out their yacht, and they're just trying to make it a little bit higher caliber. Have some promo videos on their website, uh, so when you're renting something out, you kind of visualize mm-hmm. what your life is going to be like on the yacht. It's going to mm-hmm. look funner, it's going to look cooler. Mm-hmm. You get champagne, strawberries, jet ski, surfing, whatever comes in the yacht. It's just way to spruce up. Uh, the sales. So they approached you. They said, listen, yeah. we're looking to, mm. we to monetize of- our yacht business. We need you guys to come on here, yeah. shoot some content. Yeah, We're going to compensate you for your time. Yacht, jet skis, yeah. fun, sun. Yeah. Just bring your hot wife. You're like, all right, sign me up. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Actually, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Because he's so busy. They can't get to him. Okay. So people reach out to me. Ah. I make all the deals when it comes to like those type okay. of trips and that type of content. Okay, girl. Yeah, you're making the deal. I, I like I lit- the, the thing with him, he's very <laughs> easygoing. So mm. I don't have to like ask him like, hey, are you down to do this? Uh, we wake up and I'm like, Jay, we're going on a boat today. Jay, we're going on a, I don't know, private jet. Jay, we're going on to the Bahamas. Remember when we went to the Bahamas to do a real estate video? Oh, yeah. And he's always like, okay. So I don't really have to um, ask him. People come to me because he's so busy when it comes to that type of lifestyle content because he's more into the millionaire mentor, which you have to tell that story how you started that Mm. millionaire mentor. But he's more into like the advertising when it comes to lifestyle. People Mm. come to me. Mm. You like to do it, too. I do. I I enjoy it. I think that my my brand is more lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And he started Millionaire Mentor, and his brand is more like advertising for other companies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're going to definitely touch on Millionaire Mentor. Believe me. Yeah. Um, last uh, question in this topic right here. In your opinion, what's more important, right? Power, influence, or money? Those money. are three different things. You're saying money. You didn't even miss a beat. You said money. Yeah, I like it. Because with money... You, you get will power. get power. Then you get the respect. Then you get the girls. Then you get whatever. Well, Everything girls. comes after <laughs> money. It sounds like a Lil' Kim Locks video right here. First you Whoa. get the money. Then you get the power. Then, then, you, then get you get the, the respect. <laughs> and the bitches. So from your, from your that's perspective. That's from Scarface. That's true. I that would true. say, I do believe that with the money, you do get the respect, which is going to give you the influence. But I do believe is the influence. What kind of value are you giving? Obviously, when I was younger and I didn't have much, I always thought it was money, money, money. I feel like people think and swear that mm. once they get the money, that's it. Like, I'll be happy when, you know, I'll when I get this, I'll be happy. But then when you have influence and you're able to inspire and give value and share your story and help people and actually make an impact, to me, that's more fulfilling than money because I've gotten the money. I have the money. Yeah, I thought I was going to, you know, be the happiest of my life when I had the money and I wasn't. 
But when I have influence on someone and I give them value and I know that I'm genuinely changing lives and having a positive impact in someone's lives, that's very that's fulfilling. more fulfilling than absolutely. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can appreciate that. I mean, yeah, that. success without fulfillment is failure. So obviously you got to love what you do. you got to be passionate about what you do. But, like, if you want to get respect, you have to do something worth respecting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Accomplish something. Mm-hmm. Make some money. Build a business. Make an impact. Serve the people. Yeah. So it all starts with money. At the end of the day, people like to sugarcoat it. Make some money. Do something worth respecting. Everything will come after that. Make some money, people. Make get some up. money. Save that can, money. Save that money. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> By the way, can we do a poll out there? What yes. we think people are, what do you think is more important? Um, power, influence, or money? Can we do three things? No. Okay, so put that out there real quick. Um, and then we'll get into the next topic, Nat. Yes. Um, well, actually, maybe do that. Give that a second so you're going to pull something up. We'll pull that up in a second. Um, let's have a conversation about marriage, right? We'll talk about money in a second and how Millionaire Mentor came to be. But you guys have been married for... You said 14 years? 14 years. Okay. So, Nat, Jason recently uh, posted on Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, I believe uh, yesterday, I want to say, and he says, having a real one by your side is just something money can't buy, okay? And just to be clear, Christy, he did tag you on this thing, okay? (laughs) It wasn't a random post. So I I reposted, because we posted that on Million Mentor, I reposted on my personal stories. Mm. You don't tell me, brother. Tell her. No, no, I know. She actually reposted what I reposted. So she, she knows. All right. So I saw that, and then it reminded me of another post that the one and only LeBron James, when he became a billionaire a few months ago, said basically about his wife. And if you can scroll in, he says, um, quick letter to my queen, simply letting you know that I appreciate you more than this world has to offer. And he goes on to basically singing her praises, but all these things happen because of you. Oh. Where, where I would be today without you to think of myself quite often, the answer usually comes back to not even close to where you where I would have been in this life. This is my appreciation post to you, my queen. All I need in this life of sin is me and my girlfriend, a.k.a. my best friend, a.k.a. my wife. Love, the king, LeBron James. That's so, amazing. Beautiful stuff. You know, celebrating your wife, celebrating your queen. Um, but you know what is getting a bad rap these days is the concept of marriage. Let me break that down. So the reality is a lot of young people are basically delaying marriage or maybe just saying, I don't know if this marriage thing is for me. A lot of like successful guys, a lot of guys in like the the Manosphere Red Pill community are basically saying, yeah, I'm not into this marriage thing whatsoever, especially getting the government involved in your life. That's going to happen. Divorce rates are significantly high. I think first marriages divorce rates are 41 to 49 percent you see different stats out there but then as you get married a second time uh it goes up to 60 percent third marriages fail 72 percent so the more and more you try marriage the more and more you fail and then a lot of people are just saying are dodging the bullet saying like i don't know if this marriage thing is for me i was in a relationship for five years on again off again up down left right eventually we didn't say all right we're gonna do this but i guarantee you i just wasn't ready to get married um, and we'd probably be divorced. You should probably have all, half my shit by now. But life's good. <laughs> I got money and single and, and we're having a good time. So with that being said, you guys have a very successful loving marriage. Or at least that's what we'd, we'd see on Instagram, right? <laughs> like, from what we know. So um, in your guys' op- opinion, what do you think is the secret to a loving, happy, successful marriage? I believe that... It, well, when I... 
When I was younger and from where, where I come from, you know, like my parents fighting, they're divorced now, but fighting and a lot of violence, a lot of screaming, verbally abuse. I was also terrified of of that. Right. And I remember I, when I was a little girl, I promised myself I'm never going to depend on a man because I don't want to fight for money like I've seen my whole family do forever. So when I started dating Jason and he was the provider for a long time and I was, you know, taking care of the family, um, it was perfect. It was amazing. I was I home. Fall off. Yeah. Stay. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah. Stay at home, mom. Chilling. But I, I knew I wanted to do more. So then, when I started my business, and it was time for me to step into my masculine energy, and for him to step into his feminine energy, it was hard. Hold on. What is that? Whoa, 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 what, whoa, whoa, what does that mean? In the sense that he was okay. So he, even Jason's like, hold, 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 hold. No, but, it, no, but it's true because a lot of a lot of people don't do that. We everybody has both. Okay. And me as a woman, I love being a woman. I want to be praised and admired and loved and taken care of, and for him to provide, I love that. Right. But I feel like in the generation that we're in right now, women are making money, which is amazing, and they're achieving so many things, but that comes with a level of aggression. Yeah. Like, I had to become aggressive in my business just mm. to prove myself. Like, yes, he's my husband, but I'm not just Jason's wife. Like, I'm Christy Stone. I want to start my own thing. And a lot of girls don't allow themselves to be feminine in the sense that they come with a lot of aggression, which turns the men off. Mm -hmm. Because the same way that, yes, I have to step into my masculine to prove myself. You guys need to let her be, in a sense. So when I started my business, it was a little hard for him because we and for me myself. Because you guys were already married when we, you started your business. Yes, you yes, 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 yes. No, way later. I had kids already. You know, gotcha. I was a stay-at-home mom like for a long three time. Or four years ago. But it, we both had to come to the agreement that we love each other. Things are changing. Like I'm working now, and you know, sometimes you're gonna have to make dinner, and it's okay. But one thing about us is that we always put our relationship first. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we've said since we were boyfriend and girlfriend is that no matter what happens, we're a team. So if there's a problem with him, I'm not gonna go against a problem without him. Or if there's a problem with me, issue with me at work or whatever, it's not him against my problem. We're a team, so it's. Whatever the issue is, mm -hmm. we are a team and we're going to go against that issue. If he's a little too stressed with work, I'm going to take on some extra things in, in the house so he can do his thing. Right. And, and it's just really accepting who the other person is instead of trying to change them and reminding yourself on the daily that your relationship, if you love each other, should come first and that you guys are a team. OK. You know what so, I mean? One thing I definitely want to touch on is the fact that. You're like, I had to step into my masculine energy yeah. in order to start your business. Yeah. Right. And then you were like, she well, was, well, Jason she, had to start <laughs> step into his feminine energy you to are. accept the fact <laughs> that I was starting a business. He needed to kind of be more of the family man. So like yeah. yes. when you're hearing that, you're not a feminine dude at all. You're like, <laughs> uh, it, okay, that's not what it means. A lot of people take that the wrong way. I want to know what you meant. People take that the wrong way. They think that I have to be feminine and like, no, 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 no. It's, it's about like what we do for as a family, as a unit and what, what hats she wears in the relationship and what hats I wear. Absolutely. And then when she was consumed and busy and working, I had to wear more hats that she did. You know, the, the, the kids, taking care of the kids more, feeding, driving to school, the doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, when I wasn't used to really doing a lot of Any, right, yeah. those things. So, and the same thing with me. I wasn't used to paying bills or doing certain things. Right. You pay know? bills. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, no, I generally want to understand this because it's some of the stuff we talk about. 
But you I, pay your credit card I, bills with all that shopping. <laughs> oh, we're, I we're, used we're to. I used to. I used to. <laughs> but for you, was it challenging to be like, hold on? I met you. You were 17. I was a man. I was making. I was doing business. Like I paid the bills. You lived with me. I'm gonna shift you off to Lima. Like we did our thing. <laughs> Joking. But like I've been doing this so long. Now you want me to wear different yeah. hats in the relationship. So I got really busy, yeah. and I I don't have time to do all these things that she expects me to start yeah. doing now. And we still have arguments about that now. Yeah. About being a but better parent. Eventually, and, like, walk me... Th- you said no, this, like, three, four years so ago. you've so much better. Like, like, you know you've gotten so much better when it comes to doing things that, you know... Like like I said, it's really understanding... He's like better said, now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what I want to understand is, three, four years ago, when you were having these initial conversations, you know... Because I was working he, a lot. He's in his late 30s at kids. that point. You're in your you know, mid-20s at that point, whatever it is. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I don't want to just be the stay-at-home wife anymore. I want to have a business. So I'm going to need you to do more stuff that I typically do. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, whoa, baby girl, hold on. The issue was that I didn't tell him. What's that? I didn't communicate that with him. Oh, she just expected it. and you know what I mean? Expectation to kill her of all joy. Like, hey, babe, you know, I'm working now, so I need help here. And there, it wasn't I'm like, like you better hire an It was like, hello. Oh, sorry. I was more like, hello, don't you see me working? I, it, it came with aggression. That's what mm. I meant. And because I was finally making money, yeah. I was like, no, like you, you, I, I deserve this. Like you need to do this rather than communicating. And it took a lot of work for us to understand. Like I told you that we're a team. Yeah. And once you understand who wears what hat and we're both okay with it, then everything changes. So if you could go back in time when you were starting a business, yeah. because I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you yeah. said... You wanted to be an entrepreneur. You wanted to yeah. not just be like a stay-at-home wife. Yeah. You wanted to make your own money. If you could go back in time three, four years ago, what would you have been better at communicating with him? What would you have said? Definitely um, just explaining to him and letting him know that I needed to do this for me because it definitely wasn't the money. Everyone thought, okay. you know, she lives a dream. She's home. She's married to Jason. She shops whenever she wants. She has the car that she wants, so whatever. Shops. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm never going to stop. <laughs> oh, my God. This, the amount of shit that you've been ordering lately, it, it's unbelievable. Focus. Okay, so the point is that it wasn't for me the money. Like, yeah. I wasn't chasing. But you said you did this for you. I did this well, for me. Break that down. What were you doing for yourself? I needed to prove myself that I could do something on my own. Remember, huh. remember how I told you that I, when I was little, I promised myself that I was never going to depend on a man. Yeah. Fast forward to me being 27 years old, stay at home mom, depending on a man, which it was amazing. He's been a great provider, but it was more personal. Mm. And I always knew that I wanted to help people one way or another. And the fact that my business allows me to mentor women and change lives and make money. Yeah. It was just a no brainer. So I wish I would have communicated to answer your question. Yeah. I wish I would have communicated with him. Look, I'm doing this for me for us for our future but i'm gonna need a little more help in this area i I appreciate what you're saying it wasn't about the money it was like i need to be able to show that i am capable of doing stuff and that is why it became with a lot of aggression because that's what i was Mm. used to and Uh, i feel like a lot of women not just me you know in this time and age they want to prove themselves you know like they're making money you can make money doing literally anything only fans uh, toes pictures like there's so much <laughs> I love how that, those are the <laughs> two yeah, options of making I money I mean literally anyway. <laughs> you have so many different options of making money literally, only fans toes pictures sky pictures, pictures possibly literally, leg you pictures. can sell absolutely anything online <laughs> yes. you can make money anyway right 
um, but it comes with aggression yeah. and, and and they feel entitled. And so that when they get in a relationship and even though both parties can be very successful, I feel like women are not ready to be submissive and be taken care of mm -hmm. and, you know, allow themselves to be a woman and being a woman is your power. I'm a, I don't want to grind all day. I don't want to yeah. hustle all day. I'm a creator. I want to create my reality. So your story is basically <laughs> you kind of did it like backwards. You I were able to I, be absolutely. a submissive I wife did it first backwards. and then at that point expand into like your specialties. I feel no, it's actually the other way around. Mm -hmm. I wasn't submissive at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I, when I started working, I became even more like, oh, look at what I'm doing now, right? Mm -hmm. And then I understood, I'm like, okay, now I'm making money and I'm helping people and it's great, but, and I have the money and everything I want, but mm -hmm. what about my relationship? Mm -hmm. Like, that's most importantly because I, I sacrificed a lot of time with my family when I started my business. And I kind of started like losing myself a bit and like who really is Christy Stone without all of this title yeah. and fame or whatever. And then I realized I'm like, no, this is what I love. My family, the impact that we have on others, the team that we are, our kids. So now I'm understanding more to mm. be more submissive and allow him to be a man and, you know, be a provider and treat me right and allow myself to be in my divine feminine power. Okay. If that makes any sense. So, Jason, you're a pretty chill dude, right? Like, Oh, he's so easygoing. He's very easygoing. Yeah, very. Thank God. But as the provider, as the man, the guy who was successful, when stay-at-home mom over here, who's never really had to work too much, from what I understand, mostly raising the kids, being a good wife, is basically saying, hey, yeah, hey, boss, El Jefe, we're going to need <laughs> you to jefe. do more feminine energy type stuff. <laughs> do more, carry more, wear more hats. Initially, we were like, I don't know about all that. Like, how did you process that initially? And what are your thoughts on it now? I stopped doing my lashes, my nails. I, I stopped heard a nanny. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do these stuff. I'm like, we, we can pay someone to do these things. Yeah. Oh, you need to be a better father. You need to do these things. Like, I used yeah. to do these things. I'm like, my dad didn't do that. Like, why should I? So, I, I mean, it yeah. was also generational. You had some pushback. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's not like you're like, okay, girl, let's do this. Like, you're like, I don't know about all that. Because yeah. as a man, you want to be like, all right, I'm just going to hire the maid, hire her nanny. And, like, yeah. and, and on my <laughs> end, because my dad didn't do that either, yeah. I wanted that for my kids. Ah. Do, do you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So, it was like changing that, those generational courses. Like, okay, you didn't have a parent like that. I didn't either. So, let's be that for them. Ugh. If I'm if I'm not able to be there 120 percent, I'm gonna need you to do the other half. Interesting. So it's mostly about quality time. Like yeah, five love languages. Yeah. Quality time for her is right up there. Nice. Like quality time with her, quality time with the kids, is one of the most important things. I have all five. Aside from, aside from the gift giving <laughs> part of uh, the five love I'm like, languages, I have all she's five in the love gift. Language. Yeah. Um, who's the CEO of your guys' relationship? Who's the boss? Hold on. You both raise <laughs> your hands. Back. You no, both raise your who's hands. Who's the boss? She's the boss. And the family She's the boss? and everything. She's the boss. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Mm -hmm. What does that entail for you? I like am. boss? Is it like what is that in your family dynamic? What is that? I think it's like a uh, it's just a cliche statement. <laughs> Like is she Are in you charge? basically saying happy wife, happy life? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Okay. You're giving it to her? <laughs> yeah. But But I'm right, can I, I'm fair. Yeah, go ahead. Can I push back a little bit? Okay. Yeah. The reason that Chrissy Stone is Chrissy Stone is because she married Jason Stone. I, I get that you're, you're doing well now, but wouldn't it be fair to say that you're the boss, you make the money, you have the status, you bring in the income? 
I'm not married. I don't care. I can't really say this, but like. When I said who's the boss, her hand went up first. It's, bro. it's funny because then your hand kind of <laughs> went up. It's like, and then you kind of did like a little red and green thing. It's, so it's funny because like, are the you kids really say, the boss, but you don't want to say? Yeah, or yeah, you want to yeah, kind of yeah. make her think she's the boss? A reverse psychology, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But do you think it's better for your relationship? For it, me to be the boss? Yes. Absolutely. Why? Number one, I'm 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 a woman. <laughs> um. But he's, most women are not the boss. He, I believe they are. In a, in a family, there's no happy families with, with without the mom. The mom being like the the everything. If the mom's not happy, the kids yeah. are not happy, the husband's not happy. Well, and, some may call that, like Natalia talks about this all the time, that her dad is the CEO, yes, but the okay. mom is the COO. She's operating. She's making like things that. happen. I like yeah. that. But, but dad's the CEO. Yeah, I'm the CEO the of, of all the companies okay. in the family, but there you're you the chief operating officer exactly. of this family. I like that. Yeah. Yes. So I but, make all the plans, all decisions, and he never says. I just no. make sure everything is dynamic. attached I'm technically like, <laughs> in the back, and I make sure the passports are there. I get the flights. I book the mm-hmm. hotels. I do this and then that. But, you know, so you know like, they say like, who wears the pants in the family? Mm-hmm. I don't wear the pants. I let my okay. man be a man. Mm-hmm. Right. He's um, he's the man. Like so, you you're know. walking back your answer a little bit right now. <laughs> no, I'm the boss because I'm the boss. Like when mommy, when mommy, when mommy says goes, but yes. not in a mean way. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to tell you earlier. Yeah. Like it doesn't come aggressive. I want my man to be a man and I want him to treat me like a queen. So I am the boss when it comes to making decisions, anything about the kids, anything about anything. Like he won't make any major decision without asking me and vice versa, right? We're a team, but he's a man. But when I think I'm the boss, so, but now we can use what she said. (laughs) You're the CEO and I'm the COO. Okay, but in that respect, the CEO is above the COO, Christy. Okay. Let, let it let That's him have it. Then you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm, Look totally, at that. I'm totally fine with Guys, that. Listen, that not, not only am I a friend, not only am I a money guy, and am I a relationship guy. I'm also a marriage counselor, apparently. Oh, so, okay. you guys, you know, go ahead. CEO and COO. Perfect. Um, I actually want to ask you guys I'm a different boss, question. The with, with, with the concept of you being the boss, we all live in Miami. You can ask my kids who's the boss and what do they say. Oh, they, it's funny because I, I was trying to say this earlier. Like, Brielle's like, mommy's the boss, but. But you're the boss, but mommy's the boss or bosser. <laughs> is mommy just bossier? Bossier? <laughs> no, <laughs> I just make all the decisions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think yeah. the mom, she, she, they play like a dynamic role. Like they okay. really schedule out. Like you talked about, like, hey, babe, yeah. we're doing this today. Like yeah. you're very much the like organizer, and then they, all the plans. Um, yeah, with the kids, yeah. all the plans. So I could see the boss how that comes into play yeah. of a, a role for. She's her. more hands on. Yeah. And but, and he's so easygoing that anything I tell him, we're going to Mexico gotcha. tomorrow, we're going to Africa. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's part of his personality. Where he's like, Absolutely. listen, let me just make my money, Absolutely. do my thing. Just tell me what's just, happening. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a dynamic that you guys yeah. have. Interesting. Um, I'm wondering if like your background has something to do with it. So we live in Miami, Absolutely. right? I'm born and raised in Miami. Um, being in Miami, a lot of hot Latinas mm-hmm. viviendo, living in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of men basically come to Miami. They drool over these Colombian, Brazilian, oh, that's Peruvian, Venezuelan women. Like they're out there. Like it's and that's a different type of woman, right? Fiery, feisty, beautiful, gorgeous, curvy, whatever you want to put out there. So men fall in love with these women very easy. One of the things I say is like, be careful not to fall in love with your eyes. Fall in love with more than just your eyes. But Jason. Uh, Pretend Christy's not here right now. Okay. So what's it really like being married to a hot Latina? 
Uh, you mean like like going out and like just dealing dealing with? <laughs> um, I mean, she's hot. Like, damn. That's it. <laughs> she got the personality to go along, along with it. Uh, I don't know what like what what are you getting like uh, like how is it dealing with like men and her no just you and your it, marriage because dynamics because you said don't fall in love with your eyes fall in love with your heart but what's funny I is fell that in love I fell in love with her because of the personality yeah. and our friendship in the beginning the looks just came as a bonus oh yeah I'm a whole new woman because she was a diamond <laughs> in the rough back then let's put up some of those pictures <laughs> I was ugly I mean I, I, was, I was we were we got rid of all of our old pictures when we first got together <laughs> we dead. deleted them from all Facebook Why? we're like because we look at ourselves now and we look at ourselves back then like oh my Just god we're so like ugly back wine. then no. you're getting better with age is what you're saying yeah for sure yeah okay so um but go deeper on the Latina thing. Like, there's a language barrier, family dynamics. Does she more emotional than you're kind of more okay, logical? So, like, yes. does she have certain expectations? Is, you know, do you like being called poppy? Like, how does it work? She calls me daddy. Daddy, okay. okay. Uh, so there's a, there's a dynamic <laughs> here that works in our relationship. She has a completely different culture from how I was raised. Uh, that was my, really tough at the beginning. Family, really, really tough. You know, I'm Italian, French, German, Swiss, pretty much white boy. Yeah, and we don't kiss each other on the cheek. We don't like do the, 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 the awkward hugs, and then hers down. You know, the you're, you're kissing on the cheek. You're very, you're always saying hello to the random strangers, yeah. and it's very outgoing. <laughs> and and um, she says everything that's on her mind. There's never a dull moment. And I'm like more easygoing, a little bit more passive, a little bit more quiet. So she talks like ten times more than I do. Hence this, this no, podcast. I talk to myself. I'll talk to a wall. <laughs> She's yeah. more talkative than you. Way more, way more. Okay. I think all women talk more oh, than absolutely. men anyways. I don't know. I'll give them a run for their money. But yeah. <laughs> the, the reason I asked that is because I just came back from Medellin, Colombia. Okay? And I had a good time. And one thing that I experienced is everything is mi amor. Mi amor. I go to the store... Oh, get to get a mi amor. It's like, I don't My know love. you. You're, yeah. the, you're the lady checking me out at the register. Why am I your love? <laughs> right? So like this this pervasive concept of like, Hola, mi amor. Oh, que linda. Yeah. Mi amor, besos. It's like, it's I just loving. met you. Chill. Can we yeah. chill out with the love thing? So then you meet a girl and let's say you're having, you know, you're going out, you're on a date, whatever. Like you're hanging out. And then she drops the Mia Moore thing. You're like, I, is it, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, usually I'm very it's a term conservative of with how, you know, quickly I'll tell a girl how I feel or if I love the L word. That's a big deal. But that's not saying I love you. Well, that's my point. Well, is that it's Mia Moore means love. That's like my like, love. Like my, my love. My, my, my. It was it was tough at the beginning in the sense of like he wouldn't understand why I had to see my parents or talk to my parents every day. I was like, first of all. I'm still in school. <laughs> I gotta talk to my parents, or little things like you know, like how the way we would say hi. But that's just different cultures. Yeah. Was it weird for him? I don't think so because he was already dating two Hispanic girls before me, so he was already used to it. He was already living in Miami. But for me, when we moved in together, the different cultures were. It was a little annoying, but you know, we we figured out. Okay. Spicy Latinas, bro. I mean, you're, if, if, like if you're in Miami. <laughs> You're you pretty much Hispanic. Like no, I get it. I'm a, I'm a, they, in in Colombia and Medellin, they say that you're a gringo paisa. What's paisa? Paisa. Like paisa. Oh, paisa. What does that mean? Paisa, it's someone from Medellin. 
But you're, a white boy from Medellin. Yeah. That's what they call me. Gringo Paisa. Gringo Paisa. Shout I, out to my friends I thought, in Medellin. I thought, you were, I thought you were Hispanic. See? I'll take it. <laughs> um, the, um, you know, we're talking about all the benefits of marriage and having amazing things. You know, have you seen this article with uh, Carson Daly? Have you seen this story right here? How basically, he's ba- scroll up to the top. Yeah. He's basically saying that he's getting a sleep divorce. And that's the best thing that ever happened to his marriage. Scroll down a little bit to this article. What's that mean? He's basically saying that his wife was pregnant and uh, they were having trouble sleeping. And uh, he, I guess, has sleep apnea. He's snoring and it's just an issue. Mm. Um, So they basically separated. They got different rooms in the house and they sleep in different rooms. Okay, so cuddling before bed and have regular conversations about uh, the arrangement is working for you and be intentional with physical touch and other times throughout the day. So, so they they cuddle like before touch. bed and then oh. they go to different beds to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Let me tell you guys bad. something. Um, snoring is my number one pet peeve. I can't do it. Yeah, we don't snore. Thank okay. God. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to get to your he'll, pet peeve. He'll, he'll kind of start and I just like... Oh, you gotta slap him right in the face. I don't slap him. I just move him. I I slap him when I have a dream he's cheating on me. (laughs) You have a dream like that. Oh, I have dreams like that all the time. I kick him. And she actually gets mad the rest of the day. (laughs) Like I had a dream that you're cheating. It's intense. And you're like, I I was right here the whole she gets mad at you. I'm like, no, it's just a dream. Uh, but it's so real. <laughs> and you'll, she, you'll she, be in a she, she gets in a bad she gets in a bad mood the rest of the day. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. But okay, so I want to get to what you guys like the pet peeve or the hardest part about marriage for me again snoring is my number one pet peeve if you're a snore around me it's like i cannot deal with that i went with our friend neil over here we were at a hotel we were in new york we had a big hotel big hotel room we're sleeping on different sides of the room i hear the guy snoring (laughs) from the other side i'm like dude i like like what am i with a woolly mammoth over here then i'm dating this girl at the time like recently it was a quick thing and then she starts snoring and i I'm not bullshitting you. That was, she starts that was snoring. It. I left in the middle of Why the night. Like wake her up. That a was a deal breaker for no, you. I done. dipped out. <laughs> That's it. What? I was out. I Just, never text her again. She texts me like, "Hey, where you at?" I'm like, "Out." I sent her thinking a emoji of a nose, and I was like, "You out." No. That's it. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Excommunicated. A woman, a gorgeous, hot woman, and you're. A I think there are other things you that just are more got Maybe she drank too much. So you just got to wake her up. I mean, no excuse something for that. in her nose. Sometimes people, like, they yeah. have, like, issues in their nose and they kind of... So, <laughs> that's her get problem, a little not mine. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you're talking about masculine and feminine energy. I don't yeah. know how women deal with guys who are snores. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think that's a deal breaker. Thank God he doesn't snore. I think there are things that are way more important when it comes to being a deal breaker in a relationship. I agree. Um, but, but I guess like sleeping pe- next to somebody yeah, yeah. is a pretty freaking big deal. No, I you can't get a good night's sleep because your significant other is snuffleupagus over here. It could be a problem. <laughs> I think my biggest pet peeve, which obviously that's gone by now, was when we first moved in together. We were so different. Yeah. Like he said, he's more mellow. You know, he's American. I'm Hispanic. I'm just like that. I want to talk to everyone, kiss on the cheek, hug everybody. Why do you have besos, talking to everyone, like bringing friends with everyone? And he didn't understand that. So that was probably his pet peeve about me. The same way that I was like, why are you not so social? Why are you not giving hugs? Why are you not kissing people on the cheek? So it was just that difference of culture at the beginning that was a little annoying. Mm -hmm. But besides that... I mean, no. But What's the hardest have... part of marriage for you? Oh, she talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> She's just too talkative. Are you ever just like, 
It's like sometimes I no, just he just doesn't answer me. Sometimes like the re- <laughs> the repetition of repeating over and over when like I've already told you or got a response. Or you want to elaborate? I just I'm want like, attention. We just talk. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like sometimes it's just like. Uh, I just told you. But you want is, attention. No, but it's not that. For example, if there's a couple, right, and you're with your girlfriend, you're at, I don't know, at a, at a restaurant, and there's a beautiful tree, and the girl tells you, oh, my God, look at that tree, and you're on your phone, the girl doesn't give a shit about the tree. She wants to communicate with you. She wants to start a conversation about anything. Mm. So sometimes what you guys don't understand is that we're not trying to, you know, like today I asked him, what's the podcast about? He's like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know. I want him to say like, "Look, I met this guy. He's gonna be fun." Back to my point is, she asked me for every other day for weeks. No, I asked you today. What's going on? I found out yesterday. Explanations. I found out yesterday. Don't play. You told me yesterday we have a podcast tomorrow. Don't forget. Your calendar for months. Yeah, but I don't remember. But my point is that me asking him, "Hey, what is it about?" I don't want him to say like, "I don't know." Just go with the flow instead of like you guys communicating. Instead of you guys communicating like, oh, look, I met this guy and, you know, he's fun and we're, this is his work. Look him up. This is his name. Yeah. I don't know. It's more like Maybe we just, just want busy. communication. And a lot of men don't understand that. We had uh, Coach Greg Adams on yes. last week, right? And he says, men, you need to protect your meat. We're like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> protect your meat. He goes, meat, M-E-A-T. Women all want your meat. Your money. Your energy, energy I heard this before. your attention, Attention. and your time. You need to be (laughs) very protective with all four of those things. Don't be spending your money on chicks so Mm loosey-goosey. Don't be draining your energy. Don't be dividing your attention to all sorts of things that a girl wants. Mm -hmm. And time, what a commodity is that? Don't be wasting your time. And I'm like, yeah, that one. And that's all all we want. That's Mm -hmm. all we want. I just want your meat. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I want. Should we give you guys a second? Just watch uh, your meat. That's right. funny. But I think well, those things come from also you being the person that handles everything. Yeah. So when you are like that and you ask somebody a question, you want a response so you know how to plan but what's it's not, But next. it's not everybody. I don't mm. want any everyone's me or attention. Right, right. but it's wouldn't your you, would, Wouldn't you agree with me that when you're talking to your, I don't know if you have a boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, of course. But if you're talking to your spouse, your of partner, course. or even a friend that you're interested in, and you try to start conversation. It's not about look at the tree yeah. or look at like it's just mm-hmm. like you hey, get, let's start yes. a conversation. Let's the talk. Attention, yeah. Tell me. Oh, that's another thing. To get to know this guy, I had to like dig. Oh my god, <laughs> for <could> years, <laughs> for years. Like I was like, come on, tell me more. Like mm-hmm. ask a lot of questions, and then I got to know him. Because you're more the talker, question oh, asker, I had to. pusher. He, 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 if you don't, like, if you don't ask cool, him questions, man, he won't up? talk. He'll sit there the whole time, and me and you will be here for hours. Really? <laughs> You'll just be there. Welcome to the Adam Salsa Chrissy Stone podcast. I don't know who this guy is right there. All we're doing is using his meat. That's all we need from this guy. Oh and we'll just kind of keep it going. He's there to look good. I love that. Well, I love that you guys kind of ha- understand each other at this point. Yeah. Um, and that nobody ended up in jail or back in Peru, and <laughs> everything's okay. Uh, Chrissy, what I want to um, kind of circle back to is on this concept of like stepping into your masculine energy and feminine energy and all that. You know, I um, there's a study out there, I cite this all the time, that by 2030, um, 45% of women between the ages of 25 and 40 will be non-married, no kids. A lot of those women are basically focused on their career. career. They're putting their career first. 
So you're in your early 30s. Yes. You know, Jason's in his early 40s. Yeah. I assume you have friends that are older than you. That are single and miserable. What, what do you think is happening with those women? And what do you think their future will look like? I'll tell you exactly what's happening to those women. They are stepping too much into their masculine energy. And at the end of the day, everything you say becomes true is a law of attraction if you say all men are dog you're gonna meet all the dogs if you say you know i'm never gonna find the men of my dreams you're not i'm never gonna be a millionaire you're not oh i'm gonna be extremely rich there's a strong possibility for that but it's everything you say so if you're focused so much on the negative absolutely you're not gonna find it but at the same time because they want to prove themselves and because they are making money and they are being successful and they see all these you know, um, divorces around, they're stepping way too much into their masculine energy. So if you, mm. like, these are friends of yours, you know some no, of no, these no, women. No, 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 I, I, you're, I have. You're generalizing. probably going to be very lonely as well. Uh, okay, so yeah. is, what's going to, what's the future going to look like for these ladies? Are they, they just going to end up they, being they, very lonely? I think every lady and woman wants to be with a man oh, and absolutely. have that relationship. But they're, 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 they're starting their own businesses, they're making their own money, and they're scaring away guys. Like, mm. Guys get scared of that masculine energy. They think they're, they're not they're yep. unapproachable. They have a higher caliber. They're they're more confident, and because these women are making money, they don't need no man. And most men yep. are, are programmed to uh, most women are programmed to be with a man that's a provider. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. men aren't used to that. Mm -hmm. Even when she started the business, I Th wasn't used to I that. That's what I was saying. I was I mean, wasn't used to her spending. Le the thing is, it took time away from me. It was time less time that she got to spend with me. Less, less quality time, less, you know, all the, f uh, the, 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 the five uh, love sentences, what is it? The five, five love languages. Love yeah. languages. Like, I got less and less of each of those because she was too busy now. And that's what's happening right now. You wanted now. her it's female just, meat. I, I even stopped doing my nails and my lashes, which he brought that up before. And I knew that that was important to him, but I was just so work, 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 work. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm very high maintenance and I say that loud and proud. But and, and I want a man, you know, that's going to be as successful as I am. However, you want to be feminine. You want to be divine. Like you want to be a goddess and you want to you want people. I want people to see me and be like, that's a woman. And when obviously I'm with him. But if I wasn't, if I go on a date, I want a man to be like, that's a real woman. And I want to treat her like a queen and I want to respect her and provide for her. You know what I mean? What I'm saying? So there's a balance. And I feel like women these these days, they're stepping way too much into their masculine. And they're walking around like, you know, if they don't need no men, which they probably don't. But I know a lot of girls that are single and they're miserable. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, yeah. I think there's a big front that a lot of women, that statistic is is not uh, something that these women want. They want to be approached. They Absolutely. want to be with a man. They want to, they want to feel loved. They want to be put on a pedestal. Yeah, they just don't want to make their own absolutely. money. Absolutely, I absolutely I want him and to I, treat and me I, like a goddess and wor yeah. worship me. I tell her all the time. I, I want to be able to cherish you so much and put you on a pedestal, and do everything that you need, everything that you want, get everything. Whatever you need, I'll do it for you. Whatever you need to buy, whatever gifts, I'll you know, shower you with gifts and yeah. love and affection and attention and quality time. And just as long as it was reciprocated back. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. is like exactly. If you're going to do all that for her, exactly. what does she need to do for you? Like What does she need to proverbially bring to the table for you to do so, that to her? Yeah, my love languages. Make him I, feel like, I, a, like a king. I need like words of affirmation. I need, I need her to tell me. Yes. You know, tell the, tell mm -hmm. and Words I, of affirmation are big for you. Touch. And, and touch. That's his thing. So I just tell him he's hot and touch him all day. Yeah. 
And she needs simple. gifts. So she needs gifts and quality time. Life is so simple and relationships <laughs> yeah. really are so simple. But people need to learn the other person's love language for sure. So he likes words of affirmation and touch. Does he like acts of service? No, not really. So if he's like, babe, go make me a sandwich. No, absolutely. Do you no. go make him a sandwich? She I'll did. Ma- she actually I'll made me it. breakfast this morning. No, I'll, I'll, uh, you say I'll, that like you're shocked I'll, that you got no, it. No, I'm pretty no, shocked. I'll, it's been a while. I'll do it. I'll do. I'll do whatever he wants me to do. The point is that he—that's not his love language. Uh, yeah, I don't ask. Yeah. Her, I don't ask anybody he, to do anything for, for me. Himself. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So like you're an independent man. You don't oh, need no one. Absolutely. Yeah. And so are the kids. Thank God they cook for themselves. It's but great. I think that's a very it's important great. concept is like knowing your significant other's love language. Mm-hmm. So you know that he needs constant words of affirmation. Absolutely. I love you, baby. You're doing great. You're amazing. You're hot. You're this. I'm proud and of you. you're rubbing him. You're touching him. It's not like a sexual thing. He's like, a, it's a physical it's thing. Very He's like, no, thing. it's kind of, you know, sexual <laughs> thing. <laughs> and with her, she's quality time. And you better be giving those gifts. Yes. I have all yeah. five. She, yeah, she's like, listen, <laughs> it's a scale. Queen, you know, treat me like a queen. What's, and the, most, five. what's the most? But it's important? because I allow him to be a man, and you know, and and I treat him like my king as well. That, and I allow myself to be a woman that he treats me like a queen. And we, I mean, it's taken a lot of time, and trust me, it wasn't always easy. But now that I understand and I know who he is and what he needs, and vice versa, we have a really good thing going on. Awesome. Yeah, we also have this thing called the the love emotional bank account and making bids for what is that? So you know when you get in a fight with your girl and you're kinda distant, the vibe is off. Well, how do you get back to normal? You have to start making bids for her love and that's emotional bank account. Done through the different five love languages. So you either need to start doing the more quality time. Send that little tiny gift, a little love note. Ask her what she needs. What what you know, send a gift. Do it, just spend time. Just everything above is making a bid for your love, and you need to fill that emotional bank account up with multiple bids. So when you, you get a to a level that when you do have a fight, it doesn't drain it all the way down. It, you know, once you if you make You're so many bids, empty. you don't go to empty. Hmm. And we do this. This happens to us all the time. And sometimes the vibe is off, the energy is off. We're we're not like we know when we're not right and not loving. I'm not like fun cracking up, and it's not a normal relationship. Like. But we can get back there. It takes time. It takes making bids for her love again. When you say making bids, like, when you say emotional bank account, this has nothing to do with money. Oh, no, 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 are... no, no. This is a, a text, a, a yeah. Advil, a cup of coffee, yeah. butt rubs, scratching yeah. my back. Baby, I love butt you. Rubs. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for making dinner tonight. Thank yeah. you for yeah. putting gas in my car. Those little the, things. The appreciation. Uh-huh. It's, show, it's showing appreciation. For who's it. more difficult in that situation? Like who's more like stubborn? I, I need more than he does. Yeah. It you're, takes, more, you're more stubborn. I have to make than, a lot more bids to no, get No, he has back. to make more bids for my love. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. What's what, crazy is when I, I was with this girl for a long time, and if we got into an issue, that's it. <laughs> I shut down. I'm like, I'm not even talking to you. I'm not even looking to you. I could go. That's, that's you. That's your yes. stubbornness. That's your go, ego. I could what go stubborn. Si- Aquarius. Mm. I could go stubborn. Crazy. Silent treatment. Test me, chick. I will like. We'll, <laughs> You're dead. We'll live in the same house well, for ten years. Well, I won't talk silent. to you. So it's it's almost like incumbent on the girl to be like, come here, give me a hug. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, give me a hug. I'm like, all right. And like, once you kind of get that hug out of the way. Mm-hmm. And you embrace like things will kind of go back to normal. Yeah. But it's very important to know who the the person willing to make that concession is. Yes. Yeah, so because I know my DNA. I'm like, I told you not to do that. You did it. Like, 
Yeah. No, I want nothing to do with you. But that's, maybe that's your, your emotion, ego speaking, That was your though. ego. That is an ego. That is an ego. But maybe is not also your emotional bank account was on low and it was that's on true. empty. No, my bank account's all right, though. No, 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 no. what I mean Don't is... Don't try like, me, <laughs> your emotional bank account if you're doing those little the thing is people don't understand that love is not what you do for your birthday or a new car you know he just got me in a car yesterday thank you daddy um thank you um i think if a chick was calling me daddy i'll tell her i buy a new car (laughs) you get the daddy name so if it's not you know what what you do for christmas is what you do on the daily those little tiny things that I love you, the text messages, everything I just mentioned, it's your emotional bank statement is on high. So when you do have a fight, like you just said, that you're like, you did it and I told you not to, you yeah. still have something to work yeah, with. Yeah, lo- love is not a, a feeling. It, love is action. Like you need to make constant bids and Love action. is a verb. Love is a verb. Yeah, it's constantly that. changing and, and the ways to get back to being in love is through the love languages and, mm. and showing and really putting your relationship first i think that's yeah. very important i think people get into a fight right now and they're probably another aquarius like you and they're like no uh, i'm done i'm out <laughs> don't come on my side now you're coming to, I now you're attacking me as a person christy now i'm about to shut you down not talk but, to you anymore not even <laughs> you know people just don't want to work on things but if it's something worth especially how it is out here in miami because you know it's out here for yeah. single people um, you need to work on it, and if it's worth it, then you put each other first. Very cool. Yeah, and sometimes we we get distant. Everybody gets distant in a relationship. Mm. They 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 get mundane tasks that they're doing every day. The kids, the work, the so family, spice the, it up. the 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 going to the gym, and always constantly worrying about and, and focusing on yourself, being selfish. It's okay to be selfish, but you have to plan in your relationship to get back to that tight bond that you had. Mm. So one, we have, we have rules. Yeah. We, yeah, we have rules. We, we do one date night every one to two weeks. Yeah. And one getaway. Once a month. Not, not, not like a vacation. It could just be at a hotel room mm. a month. Once a month. No kids, no friends. Because no a lot of people trouble with their friends, which is great. Yeah, we love it. That's bad. But you need, it's not bad. We just need that alone time. Hmm. Yeah, because when you're, when you're with your friends, you're not with, with each other. With each other. You're absolutely. constantly exactly. entertaining the friends right. and other people. And you're having... That's quality not, time. That's not bonding there, there's time. Nothing like that's hotel not quality. Quality time. There's nothing like hotel rooms and room service. Okay. Nothing like hotel Staycation room Staycation in Miami. <laughs> hotel that? sex? Hotel, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I want to get your thoughts on, on, obviously, a very trending topic right now. The concept of what's happening with... Tom Brady and Giselle. And basically, my question is, what the hell is Giselle thinking, right? Mm-hmm. So you're hearing rumors that like the marriage oh, is going wow. is over, there's a divorce is imminent, they're hiring attorneys. You know, this article right here talks about they're having a sexless marriage. Tom Brady apparently is walking around without a ring. Oh. She might not be wearing a ring. So here's how I'm processing wow. this. You could be the what? man, you could be the goat, you could be oh, the greatest. Oh, where's my ring? Yeah, where's your <laughs> ring? Like, where's your you ring? could be the I greatest. I took it off for jiu-jitsu. Well, you could be the greatest athlete ever. You could be the best quarterback of all time. You could be the goat. You could be handsome. You could be a stud. You could be a multimillionaire. You could be like this, the coolest, dopest dude on the planet. Marry a supermodel. Wow. And at some point, that might not be enough for a woman, which is like mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Okay? So... After all that, she may not want you anymore. So good luck out there, Giselle, finding the next Tom Brady. I really wish you good luck. So Chrissy, I'm going to turn this over to you. Put yourself in Giselle's shoes. She's married to Tom Brady. Like I just, I don't know if you need yeah, yeah, his yeah. resume. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's the freaking man. Mm-hmm. What the hell is she thinking? Why would she want to divorce Tom Brady? Because she's not fulfilled. Because he's not doing his job. He's too busy, and he's not putting her first. 
and she's not happy not and if she's down. not getting any younger she's not getting any hotter yeah and she wants to be happy she wants <laughs> she wants true love that's all humans want we want to be seen we want to be heard and we want to be loved and if he's not he can be giving her the world look at kim kardashian right she's been married how many times like five yeah he can be giving her the world but if she's not if her emotional bank account is not at full you can buy me all you want baby i, I want real love i want that passion I don't know. I, I hear you as a woman. I, I get it. You can't. You can't just be with Tom a guy. Brady. You can't just be with a guy because he has all it, the it, yeah. The because everybody wants him, out. and he's extremely successful, and he's changing the world, and whatever the guy has done, right? That's not enough. What about me? What uh, about my feelings? Sounds selfish, though. Well, they call they call it a sexless I mean, marriage, so they're to, they're together. If they're not and... having sex. Throw the whole relationship away. What yeah, is sex that? is number one priority in well, a relationship. Well, is complaining really? about it. Yeah, if you're not, mean, it's number one. Nothing, nothing's going to take you 20, 30, 40 years of marriage without having good sex. Is there a rule like, listen, it's sex night once a well, week? There's no, no sex no, night. No, 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 no. Absolutely it's every not. Day. It's every we, day. we don't plan sex. every day. No, what? who's got that kind like of time? Five times a day. A week, a week. Five times a week. And least. then, how do you maintain that that passion, that fire, that sexiness? You call him daddy <laughs> a lot. Five boom. times a week, like mm-hmm. it's like every other day. Maybe sometimes two in a row. Maybe sometimes eight times a day. Don't play. But that's those are the time. Okay, well. <laughs> Jason, don't play. She wants that meat. <laughs> I need that energy, attention, and time. Me. Exactly. I need to teach Tom Brady how to throw it down. I don't know what he's doing wrong. Do? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we have a conversation with Tom Brady. Like, listen, bro, you're not throwing it down. I'm having sex five to eight times a day. <laughs> no, <laughs> week. Okay. <laughs> like the video if you would like to see that. Like yes. the video oh to, to see that. So. Pretty well, like put yourself in Tom Brady's shoes. I mean, you're a high value man, status man, good looking dude. You do judo, you're a golfer, you're an athlete. I mean, the guy's busy, he's out there winning Super Bowls. Well, you, why is she not with you, him everywhere? She, she needs more quality time. She needs that meat. She, she can't, she's like, <laughs> she likes that. She needs something. <laughs> she needs she's something. Obviously, obviously there's something missing from the marriage. Mm-hmm. So they're they're just still together, but they're not together. So they call it a success. Yeah, marriage. well, I mean, you've heard the stories that you know he he was going to retire this off season, and then I think he probably just went home. He's like, here I am, back in you know the the, the kids, the wife, the sexist marriage is like, I'm going back on the gridiron. I'm of getting course. out of here. But yeah. but only in sports or a situation like this does a woman <clears throat> expect a man to retire at age 45. If this was any other profession or job out there like you're working until you're 70 years old yeah like tom brady's the oldest nfl player most guys are done out of the league by 30 he loves much less he 35 he made it to 45 do you think that like it's unreasonable for her to request the goat the greatest of all time to be like hey hanging up for me so you no. can come like work in the strawberry field that i fucking built out back that's like, even though fair. she knew nah. what she was getting into yeah. getting with him do you no, think that's not that fair for him it's not fair why because it's not. That's what he loves. That's his passion. What I do yeah, believe is should. that when he's going back home, 
and he's walking into a home where the kids don't care about him because he's never home and then she's in a bad mood who wants to be at a home like that mm-hmm. it's it's really important how you greet your partner every day and the time that you have alone and that communication and that friendship and that play you know like we play we sing we have so much fun together they don't have that obviously they've it's it's gone so that's why he keeps going back to work because he's miserable at home yes yeah, so we, we we don't mm. have jobs we're together all the time so we <laughs> have, have a job i'm a millionaire I'm, mentor i have nothing going on <laughs> we wake up and like what do you want to do we today we wake up and we cuddle in the morning we cuddle at night no like, you have wfa work from anywhere type jobs yeah. Uh, yeah you have jobs you just don't have to be anywhere you can be wherever you want that's yeah. how you can live the life you want entrepreneur you know i never heard that one what's that wfa yeah wfh work from home wfa work from anywhere that's cool obviously we learned that during the pandemic so the um you know what's crazy is is giselle gonna have to end up is she gonna have to end up paying tom brady alimony well it depends who's richer there that's my point is that apparently tom brady is worth 250 million and giselle somehow is worth Four hundred million dollars. Oh, so Tom heard, Brady's getting paid. That's Ugh. what I'm asking. Is no, Tom Brady yeah. going to be due? Listen, I want my check on the first and fifteenth, Giselle. That's hilarious. I got to live. I I need I need to live the life that For I'm accustomed real. to living. Okay, I need to be living in a twenty million dollar mansion. So Giselle, if you want to divorce me in our sexless marriage, you got to pay, honey. Wow, that's insane. What do you think? I, that's if how I'm not, it works. If, I'm so I, not, if I was her and I'm not happy, because who's asking for divorce? She, she is. I, so she knows what she's going to have to pay. But if she's not happy is and she's willing to pay, she must be very unhappy. Or she probably has yeah. someone else already that's given her her me when he's not home. You think so? I mean, why does she want a divorce if she's making more money and she's going to have to pay him? This is why I have and, a beautiful, and, and spicy Tom Latina Freddy. like you on the show to kind of inform me what the hell's going on. Because as a guy, as a guy, I'm thinking, listen, you're a supermodel. Well, you were a supermodel yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. You're married to... I mean, there's Michael Jordan, right? There's Tom Brady. There's Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. Like, there's Wayne Gretzky. There's, like, Mount Rushmore of the best ever, ever, ever to do it is few and far between. And you're married to one. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'd really like some more quality time. I feel like that's a little selfish. It's like, it's Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> you go and you get into his locker room and you but, go get that meat, whatever you got to get. Okay, that, You go out of your way. That I agree. That's what I asked you first. Why is she not with him out there on the field There's a, there's a lot the of things time. going on here that we don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, but this is why we do this podcast because we're yeah. speculating. Yeah. Did, what, I don't know. Did, did you guys read the rest of the article of why? No, no one really knows. Nobody knows yet, but I just... At some point, they just they lost it. You can tell. What's harder to find? Their emotional bank accounts at zero. Her finding another Tom Brady, or Tom Brady finding another her. But I don't think they want to find another each other. Each other. Really? I don't think so. Yeah. I think if she's gonna leave the greatest of all time, it's to find somebody who's not treating her the way he is. And she's gonna probably be with someone broke. Watch. And he's probably gonna maybe be with somebody who's a little bit more lenient. Played out with. Mackenzie Bezos, Jeff Bezos' wife. Yeah, she basically ex-wife. She basically she she 
She got a settlement when they got a divorce. She walked away with like $40 billion. Wow. She like overnight became like the richest woman in the world, oh if not God. like one of the two, yeah. three richest, richest women in the world. And she said, well, all I want is love. I don't need the money. You see, we're very simple. And what did simple. she do, Christy, though? See, no, but you, listen. You spoke too soon, baby oh, okay. girl. Mm-hmm. She ended up marrying a school teacher. Oh. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And no, but because listen. she has the money. Because uh-uh. she's already rich. She's already rich. She, just she ended up marrying a school teacher, and it's so beautiful. And then divorced. they just got divorced two years later. Oh, really? Oh, right. Yes. Because all of a sudden, Now that she's school like, teacher's rich. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a So, like... Women, it's like, don't listen to what women say. Watch what they do. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. you just did that. You're mm-hmm. talking about, oh, I, you know, he doesn't treat me the way I want to Emotional, that's great. I get it. So what do you do? You go marry a school teacher, and then two years later, like, yeah, this guy makes fucking his, 40 that, grand a year. What am I doing? No I'm worth 40 sense. billion. <laughs> so like, that sometimes no emotions can get the best of you. Right. And me, as a logical actor, I'm like, baby, Giselle, former supermodel. I get it. You're gorgeous. There's so many gorgeous women out there. Yeah. Come down to uh, Lima, Peru with me and Christy. We'll find you another supermodel <laughs> just like that. But the concept of her not fully, fully, fully appreciating how great and awesome and dope Tom Brady is boggles my mind. And as a man, it's like you can do everything and anything, the best of the best of the best, Money, success, looks, championship, good person, not a shitty person. You never hear stories about Tom Brady being an asshole. Good father. And all of a sudden, your wife's not happy, and she's like, yeah, time for a divorce. But you really don't know, though. You yeah. you, you don't know. You really yeah, don't know what I goes know. behind doors. You really we don't. got to get Tom Brady in the podcast. Yeah. You can see him mm-hmm. on like TV, and you know he can come home and pay his wife no mind. Like, or, he, and or maybe Imagine no. staying or, in a marriage, and you like... You hate your life, like you feel depressed. Yeah. Okay. Like, how do you stay? I just in something don't see that. Them? Like, we, they're they're. But you may not see it because how much money they have no, and the I mean, reality. They like... seem to. Ha- she's at the games, cheering, mm-hmm. Super Bowls. Listen, you see her out there because he's in so many freaking playoff games and Super Bowls. She's out there mm-hmm. wearing a Brady jersey, supporting. I think a lot of this, obviously, I, we're speculating here. Mm-hmm. They've had a like. If you said, "Give me a beautiful marriage." Like, if a year ago, you said, what's the dream relationship? Yeah. I'm like, well, you kind of got to put Tom Brady and Giselle at the top of the list. Oh, wow. Super Bowl winning mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Best ever to do it. Male model looks. Yeah. Good dude. Good family guy. Okay. Supermodel wife. Loving wife. Taking care of the kids. Supportive. Like, up until a year ago, they had number one relationship. I'd put it at the top of the mountain. And then something must have happened. Absolutely. When he was going to retire, went home, realized, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, came out of retirement. Something clearly happened with that. And obviously, sure. that's what's setting off the current situation right now. But up until this retirement situation, I thought they had a beautiful marriage. And I think that's what people are so shocked by. Because for teased. decades, it was an amazing thing. She was teased by maybe the idea of him retiring. And then she was like, oh, maybe yeah. I'll get that attention. And yeah. maybe when he was like, no, nah, I want to go back in. It was kind of him being like, I'd rather go cool do work. what I'm doing yeah. than give you that attention. And I could see like as a woman feeling like hurt. I go to all of your games. I support you. I do all this stuff. And it's like the chance that you were going to give me to kids? give me what I miss. Yeah, I don't got, get it. They've got, I think, two kids together and he's got a kid Another from a previous one. marriage mm-hmm. with uh, Bridget Moynihan and, mm-hmm. and they all live together. It's just... Yeah. For me, it's just kind of like... She had to kind of know what she was getting into in a way. Yeah. But it's also like a, a lesson out there. It's like you might think, like genuinely, I'm not even bullshitting right now, 
when you talk about best case scenario marriage, Tom Brady, stud of all studs, marrying supermodel mm-hmm. Giselle, who's like loving mother fan at the game. It's like it's the pinnacle because yeah. I've watched them them operate in Super Bowls. She's running on the field, hugging kids, mm-hmm, yeah. pictures. We've all seen this, yeah. and now it's. Gone. Time for divorce. It's like very awkward and weird to me. Once again, Our things you can don't, change so you don't, quickly. You don't know what goes. But something big ha- had to yeah. happen. I think it's sad. I think yeah, it's sad. It's sad, too. sad than it anything. Sad. I think it's you sad know? too. You look at a couple like that and you're like, "What a dream couple!" And yeah. then you're like, "What went wrong? It's Where, like my how did something go wrong in something like this?" Yeah, you know? it's like my Jewish mother always says, "You never know. <laughs> you never know. You don't. You never know." I'm like, "All right, mom. I guess I don't know." <laughs> And I guess I'll never know. We'll never know. You never know. <laughs> there you go. Um, I need to get your, speaking of crazy relationships, <clears throat> I need to get your guys' thoughts on this guy that we recently did an interview with, Patrick and I. Have you heard of this guy oh, called geez. Andrew Tate? Hey, Tate. We were just listening. Yeah. Chrissy here. just rolled oh. her eyes, so that's, that's a signal. <laughs> yes, Sign. I'm familiar yes. with him. Jason. Oh, yeah. From one attractive, successful, bald man to another. You got Andrew Tate over here. We've got a clip that we're going to play of his. Let's just make sure the volume's up uh, before we play this. All right, go ahead. Watch this clip, and we'll get your guys' opinion on the other side. Okay, ready, and audio. Start it over again. Audio, guys. Go ahead. When you met the partner you're currently with, you wouldn't even be with him. You think you love your wife. No, you don't. Because if you were a multimillionaire, you wouldn't have ever even got with that shit. So everyone to some degree compromises. If I want if I want the most reliable car I can buy, I can't go into the Ferrari garage and say it has to be reliable. They're like, go buy a Toyota then. This is what comes with a Ferrari. You get the performance, you get the beauty, sometimes it breaks down. That's how it goes. That's what comes with a Ferrari. If you want a top, top, top tier man, he's gonna do certain things. And most women intrinsically know this. If you go to one of these parties in Miami and one of these chicks is chilling with Chris Brown, do you think she believes he's gonna be loyal? No. Doesn't matter, it's Chris Brown. Point is, women intrinsically understand that a certain value of male that they're not going to get sexual exclusivity and they don't care. I say this all the time. If you were- And so there it is. So basically, essentially, he talks about if you're a high value man and you're doing all these amazing things, and whether it's you're dating a girl, married to a girl, he's basically saying, well, you know, a man can kind of do what he wants to do, explore some options, play the field a little bit. Obviously. There's going to be a lot of people that are like, hold on, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And then some guys out there are going to be like, see, honey, I told you so. <laughs> so how, as, as a high-value man, Jason, married to a beautiful woman, when you hear this, is it like cringy? Are you like, ugh, stop talking? No, Are you like, I, oh, there's a homie's got a point? Like, guys are going to go through that phase. I think All guys bad. are going to go through that phase of wanting to play the field because they haven't found the right woman. I played the field. Even, even you know, when we were hooking up, Before, like I, yeah. I made out with eight girls in the pool party, and she was one of them. Like <laughs> I played the field, and like I dropped every other woman that I was talking to, yeah, to be with her. Once I found the right one, but I was playing the field, and all the girls that maybe not wasn't so many girls. I wasn't that much of a playboy. <laughs> but you're saying that you need to test drive as yeah. many cars as possible, but. At the end of the day, you're going to have to buy a car and, I, the and, same, and drive that car. Yeah. Just like women want to be in a relationship, so do men. Mm-hmm. men. If men aren't ready to be in a relationship because they haven't found the right woman. 
all men and all women want to have a marriage. They want to have kids. They want to have a the, the, the lifestyle. They want to be with someone. They want to be loved by somebody. And if you're still playing the field, you have not found the right person. So it comes down to finding the one. And at that point, you're like, all right, I'll like, hang them up. Like my, my girlfriend that I was with, I knew she wasn't the one. Oh. I just was with her just because it was fun. We were going out and partying like... Uh, if the next one pops up that's hotter or cooler or smarter or funnier a better personality I'm gonna move on All right. what about you? I think that you're I think that I think that he's broken and sad what a sad soul he needs a lot of personal development um, for sure but I think that the only way for you to find the right partner is by you becoming the right partner by you uh, you attract where you are, and I'm always going to go back to that. It's a law of attraction. So if you want someone that's loving, giving, you know, sweet, understanding, close to God, or whatever you have on your list, because everybody should have a list. I believe in the list, and not just like a crazy, dreamy list, but some something that you want, someone with the same values that you, ha- that you have. Um, in order to attract that and find people like that, you need to become that, and you need to become the best version of yourself for you to attract your circle why do you think so many women are disgusted by this guy because he's talking crap he's that makes no sense he's probably he, I, I mean i don't i don't i don't, I don't know him make money i don't know course. him god bless god, do you respect that though? God, i do respect because you can make money yeah, however I you want i respect the hustle i respect the hustle so you re, you can respect him on some fronts but then there's also things you think he gets wrong i respect Duality. the hustle as it's not, long it's as not a black and white as thing. long as you're not hurting other people and he's offending a lot of women so I, you can do whatever you want. You can be, like I said, an OnlyFans. You can be at a strip mm-hmm. club, make your money, as long as you're not hurting other people. But it, but he's not hurting other people. He's, he's also just got the balls to say what people yeah. are, is don't want to say. Is there something wrong true, with true, offending? True, true, true. I mean, I just don't know why he wants that negative energy and all that hate for himself. Making a lot of money. I think I, it's, he's making a lot of money, but he's also getting a lot of, I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't understand. Is it is it him? Is it his mindset? Is the way he says things? Is it a combination of all of it? It's all of it. I want to know what triggers women to be like, ugh. Like when I said, mm-hmm. we're going to play a clip of Andrew Tate. This was Chris's yeah. show. You can tell, first of all, his body language. You can tell how aggressive he is. He's a fighter. Okay, but. He's a the, dude. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a man. But he's just, so are you and so are you. And you guys don't Yeah, but I'm not way. a cage fighter. I, I mean. The guy's well, a badass. He has a lot of rage going yeah, on. Yeah, no, admittedly. Maybe he just shot too much testosterone or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's how he says how he says it, his body language and what he's saying. It just makes no sense. He has way too much masculine energy going on, <laughs> has definitely not stepped into his feminine energy, so he cannot admire and see women as they are. Because you guys are nothing without us. I'm so sorry. We're creators, you know? And we need you, but you need us more. Oh, I'm the just, biggest fan of just, women out and there. And you guys try, are my favorite thing on the planet. He's just trying to put women I'm not, down. I'm not here to talk shit about women. Women? Maybe he, has mom, maybe, maybe he has mommy issues. Maybe he does. Maybe we all do. We don't know. Um, we'll never well, know. They'll never know. Yeah, you want to give your final thoughts on this guy? Uh, um, yeah, I respect the hustle. I mean, I know what he's doing and how he's making the money and got his community out there posting his videos making him go viral didn't he get but, banned from everywhere yeah. yeah like a lot a lot you know most people don't have the balls to say what they really feel and he's just a voice for a lot of people mm-hmm. mm. um well here's what i'll say and this this will we'll, we're going to talk millionaire mentor time right now and kind of get into the more money did you interview him yeah do you love him 
Uh, I respect him. <laughs> for sure. Uh, listen, there's going to be things... I respect you. I haven't agreed with everything you've said of today. Course. I respect Jason. I don't agree with everything. Yeah. My boss, my CEO, my mentor, Patrick Bet-David, the most amount of respect for that guy. We still argue. We still have different opinions. So I think that's the problem in society today is that like you can disagree without being disagreeable, right? People say that all the time. You can have different perspectives. Like imagine having to agree or disagree with every single thing that someone has ever said. So like I would say 90% of the stuff I do agree with, right? And the 10% that I disagree with, is it that I disagree with it or is that I... I disagree in the way that he said it, or I disagree in the fact that I know that it's going to be triggering for some people. But my biggest take on him is that the the the, the misogynist type comments are almost like clickbaity. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he says to be like what? Gotcha. But if you actually listen to what he's saying, because we sat down yeah. for five hour interview, eight hours like in real life, and what he has to say, it's pretty much. Just all self-improvement, male self-improvement, positive thinking, not letting BS be in your life. And there's a lot to respect about that. Because one of the things he says is like a man is born as a clean slate. Like you were born in Ohio. You you did you were like selling like car parts or something, some bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> but you turn that into a career, you turn that into becoming an influencer, a man of status. You turn that status into getting a hot wife. You turn that into having a family and having kids. And like you became something. You're not the same dude that's like, yeah, I'm selling car parts in Ohio. Like you constantly improve. And I think that's what a man has to do. Like I always say this, um, my background is finance, especially personal finance. I, I use, I try to simplify money and make break down money in a concept that everyone can understand so i use kind of something and say sometimes they say the the elegance or the beauty is in the simplicity Mm -hmm. right so one thing i'll say is like to understand money is just like being at a traffic light okay we understand red yellow green red for most people is you're broke as shit you're drowning in debt and you're paycheck to paycheck that's not where you want to be you want to get to yellow yellow is at least like you're kind of out of debt you have some money saved up. Um, you're not balling, but like life's decent. Now, when you get to green, you're where we're at, basically. It's like yeah. you've got money saved up. You've invested. Life's good. And you just want to stay at green. The whole goal is like when you're driving on green, the last thing you want to do is eh, speed bump, boom, yellow, mount back to red. You don't want to start over. So that's how I think of things financially. Now, as a man, getting back to the Tate thing right here, using that analogy, you know, there's a there's a famous phrase that um, a woman simply is, but a man must become. Like a woman just to be a beautiful woman, and the world's her oyster, right? But a man is born as as a red light. Like you're nothing. We just had a, a dozen 18 year old kids today. I'm like, who here has any money? Who here has any success? Who here's done anything with their life? They're like, yeah, you're fucking 18. What the hell do you think you've done? Like you've done nothing. You're a red light. But the goal is to get stronger, faster, smarter, wiser, cooler, improve upon yourself so you can get to that proverbial yellow light of life where you're like offering some value, providing some value, and then eventually to become a green light type of guy where you're a high value man of status. Back to Tate, I think the dude is a green fucking light type of guy. He might offend you. 
but it's he did start as a nothing burger type of person that turned into a kickboxing champion and a business guy and he had to work his way up so i do respect people that start from nothing and reach success final point while i'm sitting there with andrew tate Patrick Bet David, PBD, and myself. And he says, You know who the happiest people are in the world? People that came from nothing, poor people, and made millions of dollars mm-hmm. and have success because you know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Miserable people born into money that don't appreciate money or, or have respect for money, they end up doing drugs, they end up feeling entitled. Mm-hmm. Like they don't appreciate what they've done. One of the things I appreciate, Jason, is you didn't come from money. You yeah. came from the Rust Belt of Ohio. That's why, like, you I grew appreciate... up in a trailer park. In a literal trailer park, right? I didn't want to call you trailer wow. trash, bro, but, like, you call yourself that. That's interesting. But, like, that's why you appreciate where you're at and you have so much value and, and the way you treat other people and business people and your kids and your wife because you appreciate the moment that you're at. Yeah. He can say everything you just said in the way that you just said it <laughs> and it's so much nicer so you okay. think it's the tone maybe that you may yeah, not, well, yeah. the way he's delivering I mean, the if message I, I haven't seen a lot of his videos because mm-hmm. the ones that I've seen are like this and right. obviously I'm like why yeah. would I even try to right. um, see more of his work but mm-hmm. if that's the message that he has mm-hmm. the way that you just said yeah. it is completely different than that brand yes. that he's going for himself All right, Andrew, if the I'm, brand I'm is making him money job, <laughs> <laughs> coming for the top G job right? no but, uh, but that I, I feel like I do feel compelled to to at least inform people of what I think his message okay. truly is because it's no secret like you if you follow me on social media you see like there's content with us out there I meet this girl one night I'll tell you this I told this story mm-hmm. my buddy's like hey we're all going out for dinner we got some girls in town why don't you come whatever whatever oh, yeah cool all good boom 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 so we go out to dinner I meet one of the girls we end up hitting it off we're having a nice conversation we have a good time you know we took care of dinner we treated these girls very well and then she's dinner drinks the whole thing hey let's keep in touch awesome you know a little you know kiss at the end of the night nothing crazy like whatever like i didn't hold her hostage or anything like that like <laughs> other people i know over here take her home but we had a nice moment let's keep in touch cool i'm in town for the weekend whatever cool all good i wake up the next morning i get a text from the girl like, oh wow like so and so texted me at 11 a.m whatever it was not a hey, thank you for the night before. It's such a great time. She Lovely saw your meeting Instagram. You. She goes mm-hmm. three words. So you fuck with Tate. <laughs> Good morning. That was what I woke up to. I was like groggy eyed, hungover. I'm like fuck with Tate. I'm like wow. so like I'm like well this is like right after we did the interview. So it's like we're not like friends, buddies, but we're cool. Yeah. I have his number. We text like content. We create you know like. Like, Jason and I, like, we're cool. We're buddies. We're friends. We don't yeah. text all the time. But, like, if I call, he answers. If he, if he calls, like, it's it's a yeah. respect thing. Like, I'm cool with the dude. <laughs> she girl dumped you because of Tate. I, no, <laughs> I, I said, um, well, yeah, like, we're cool. She goes, ah, I fucking hate him. How could you? I'm like, how could I? <laughs> was what? it the first like, date? I interviewed him. Was it the yeah. first date? She's like, yeah, it wasn't a one, date. It was we a, met as a, a group dinner. It was like, it was oh. not a date whatsoever. We didn't hook up whatsoever. We... Gotcha. We took her and her friends out out in the town, me and a couple of buddies, dinner, drinks, whatever. We ended up spending $1,000 between four dudes, 250 bucks, like nothing, yeah. right? But the fact that she's like, so you fuck with Tate? Like, ew, you're disgusting. It's like, well, 
you didn't say that last night when yeah. you had an, a magical, amazing evening and you went all over South Beach and didn't pay for shit, bitch. Okay? <laughs> okay. It's because so like she stalked sudden, you on social media. No, well, she did. She after. saw my social after. media. After. after. Yeah, yeah, I gave her my social media. Whatever. Like, I have nothing to hide. Yeah. yeah. Like, you Google Adam Sazak on my social media. Like, you Google Jason Stone, it comes up. So, like, and then we had, like, some exchange. Like, so I don't think I could ever... Like talk to a guy that fucks with him, and I'm oh like, well, good luck finding a guy out there because a lot of guys like him, right? Like that's your vetting process. <laughs> Do you fuck with Tate or not? Okay, I, I guarantee you, if you pulled a hundred men, of oh, yes, wow. I'm good with Tate versus no, I'm not good with this guy. I guarantee you, the guys who fuck with Tate are gonna be wealthier, like doper mindset, cooler, more badass. They might offend you. Yeah. versus this group is going to be like a little more feminine energy to put <laughs> no, i'm not putting you in that camp brother you know i have respect for you but that's all i'm saying is that like and final point here with this and then we'll we'll get into millionaire mentor because i'm ranting right now but what i appreciate is just show rant all you want thank you bro what i appreciate is that all right like i, I send a text all right cool like best of luck to you whatever now the conversation's over. So now she's saying, ugh, what a fucking asshole that guy was, right? Yeah. But her friends are like, she's because she's going to tell her friends. I know how girls operate. Yeah. She's going to talk to her friends. Yes. They're going to be like, Adam and his friends were amazing. Like, they treated us royally, yeah. treated us like queens. We had a good time. They didn't disrespect us. They paid for everything. They showed us South Beach. We had to do nothing. They were the epitome of gentlemen. So now she's like, well, huh. I'm wondering if she's just reassessing her thought process. Or if you hate someone so much, anyone that even is affiliated with them. With the text message? Is it dismissed? It's all text. That, Maybe, that, okay, text messages immature. can be construed and taken a little out of No, there was context. nothing to misconstrue here. She <laughs> said, said so it. you fuck with Tate. So, I, so, can't. So I can't. She said, I can't what? She's like, I just can't even deal with someone like you. I'm like, all right, cool. No, she like, didn't. I swear to God. I can't deal with someone like you. Yeah, I just. Like, word I, for I, word. Yeah, like in I in essence, yeah. well, she's like I would never. See Tate oh, in essence, and they that think, was a word for word. Yeah. well, they see no, Tate you... and they they see that like what you've seen of him. Yeah. So immediately they're like, oh, you like that? Oh, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Mm, but right. then when you really reassess everything, then yeah, she's... she 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 must have sent that text out of like or she was she should have erased it. She probably yeah. snores anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that. You know what? That's probably what it was. It was I believe in manifestation. Let's hear some comments. An affirmation. Uh, she was probably a snore. I was going to leave in the middle of the night anyway. So, you, you know, your loss. Um, here's what I want to say, and I want to, I want to kind of tee it up to you with this, and this will be our final topic, and then we'll wrap up. Um, you know, speaking of Tate, you know, the man must become. Whether you agree with this guy or not, he popped onto the scene in the last year, six months, like, like wildfire. Yeah. But he's been doing that for ten years, doing meaning. What? Just being a badass dude, becoming no, but personal brand. Just started. no, just what I'm saying is like, he was a kickboxer for ten years. He was a four-time world champion kickboxer. He's owned businesses. He's owned casinos. He, he's a he's a badass dude. He didn't just like overnight. Here's my personality. It's something that took time. Is my point. Well, businesses, okay? you know. He uh, had a webcam business with a lot of women, <laughs> a lot of women, a lot of money in that, and then I he owns he casinos. Yes, he's admittedly a pimp. Yes, admittedly. Wow. But my point is that whatever he was doing, he could have been a salesman. I don't care. He It took time for him to get to this point. 
my my in essence what i'm saying is that men need to play the long game right good things take time let me give you an example and then i'm gonna i'm gonna explain how his situation i met jason four years ago okay i was just starting content creation Mm -hmm. you had already had a million subscribers or a million followers at this point Mm -hmm. i had zero okay it was a bitcoin conference my buddies are really big in the crypto space in miami and they're like yo come to the crypto conference start doing interviews i'm like all right bet and i used to do stand-up comedy and i did sales and networking so this kind of this stuff came natural to me i'm like give me a mic let's see what's going on here and boom, all of a sudden, I'm interviewing very famous people. First guy I interview is Ty Lopez. Hey, Ty, what's up? He's like, hey, who are you? I'm like, I'm about the guy that's about to interview. He's like, all right, let's go for it. Boom. Next thing you know, I see Jason Stone, millionaire mentor. I go, hey, what up, bro? Uh, interview real quick? He's like, yeah, you were walking solo. Okay, here this, here, this is a crazy story. We do the interview. He kills it. Kills it. It was all money-related stuff. Yo, thanks, bro. Let's keep in touch. So I go with my producer in the back. I go, dude, we just interviewed freaking Ty Lopez, massive. And this guy, Jason Stone, millionaire mentor, massive. Let's hear the audio. He goes, yep, Ty Lopez, audio, awesome, amazing. Uh, bad news for you. We didn't capture any of the audio Ugh. of Jason Stone. Oh, I go, no I go, are you fucking kidding me? I go, uh, I'm like upset. He goes, go interview him again. I go, I can't go up to this <laughs> oh, guy I hate when that happens. and Aww. interview the guy again. That's happened before? Uh, and yeah, do you remember? People ask, I came yeah, up people to ask you. me to do podcasts over again. I'm like, no, yeah, it's we're crazy. not doing it over again. So I come up to him. I go, Fucked hey, we had, we had some audio issues. Just real quick. Can we do like real quick, just a little sound bite? He's like, I mean, what do you, real quick. I'm like, so no, I did the full on interview again, <laughs> again over with this guy. He's like, why are you asking me the same questions? I'm like, just go with it, bro. It's be better this time. Whatever I told him. But the point is that was four plus years ago. Yeah. And I already been I just started doing content. Now, fast forward, that was 2017, 2018. Yeah, now it's 2022, almost 2023. I've got my own show on Valuetainment. and I co-host PBD Podcast. We're the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs. Almost a hundred thousand. Okay, but Congrats. but the point is I had to start with zero with mic issues mm-hmm. going up to a guy who I'm friends with now being like, hey, you want to do an interview, buddy? <laughs> like the point is, as a guy, you have to start somewhere. Right. You have to get un- you have to get comfortable, comfortable with being, being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Absolutely. So everyone starts in that same capacity. And I always say that for a guy, like you need to play the long game. You might be 18 now. You might be 21 now. You might be 25 now. But just imagine where you're going to be at at 30, 35. 40 you're 42 right so we're same age like tate's in his late 30s like good things take time yeah anyway so the point to you is you weren't always the millionaire mentor you were a dude self-described in a trailer park in ohio selling auto parts i remember that but his mindset is what i remember about the interview he's like it was very fundamental first you got to save you got to have a budget you have a game plan for your money you got to spend less than you make he was very fiscal conservative i'm thinking like here's this dude influencer guy all this crazy i'm thinking he's gonna fucking tell me some crazy stuff he's like yeah just spend less than you make and just like be smart with your money i'm like i like what this guy's got to say very simple very simple yeah you know playing the long game you know back to your story like what have you learned from going these humble beginnings to understanding these basic financial concepts to playing the long game to having this massive success now we're about to throw a 10 million follower party for your uh, <laughs> Instagram. Like, what's uh, what's your advice with that, playing the long game? Uh, right now, I think in business, everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses. 
or the Stones is known. <laughs> um, Jason Stone over here, yeah. People, people see so we didn't have social media back then. I wasn't competing with anybody but myself. Yeah, I didn't know about any other business in my business, but I had to Google, go on Google, and figure out my competition. So right now, people are seeing the lavish lifestyle and the jets and the yachts and the houses and the cars and the vacations, and it's so easy to fall into that to try and do the same thing because you want to be seen you want to create your personal brand so people are spending so much more money mm-hmm. than they make they're not saving save that money they're not <laughs> saving for a rainy day they're not having a padding in their bank account they're living paycheck paycheck to paycheck so that's the problem with with most of the people on instagram trying to build their personal brand and start a business is they're spending their money too quickly or they're not. You're spending their money on lavish things, or popping bottles and celebrating when they should be reinvesting that money back into their business. Mm-hmm. Reinvesting that reinvest. in Miami like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like reinvest. You got to reinvest for ten, five to ten years. It's the long game. You got to be patient. You can't be an overnight success just because you made some money. Oh, I closed the deal. Make twenty grand. Oh, I'm gonna go out and spend five grand on a table. Oh no, are you fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you don't spend. A, it, it's just an example, but like that's what people are doing now. Yeah, so. especially in this, like, um, even our friend Tate says this. He's like, these crypto billionaires, these crypto millionaires, they're all going to lose it because you don't. they haven't gone through shit. They bought a Dogecoin at <laughs> a penny, and then it became a, a two pennies, and they doubled their money, whatever it was. They didn't have to go through hard times mm-hmm. and deal with some shit and, you know, come from the trailer park or deal with situations. I've had. It's, like, a, it's very important for a guy to have to go through some shit. I went through to go through to, yeah. to appreciate success on the other side. Building my first business, I went through shit for ten years to build right. that business. You know, fortunate enough to be able to step away from it, and rent itself like right. clockwork. And by the way, a woman, you should want a man who's dealt with some shit. Absolutely, you're gonna want a guy who's like, this isn't his first time dealing with some shit, and now he's crying. I don't know. It's like, no, absolutely, baby, yeah. I've, been here, I've done called that. her crying before. You what? Called her crying before. You have? For problems in the past. Uh, business problems. And what, how'd that work out? Lost some money trading. I don't know. No, meaning like the like when he was calling you crying. Like that doesn't happen often, I assume. No, I felt no, bad. No, no, no. Way, this no, is way I back went, in the yeah. day. Went back home and, you know, made him happy. I got she touched me and told oh, me words really? of affirmation. <laughs> she rubbed her butt again. <laughs> yeah. No, I rubbed but her butt. Don't, don't you, uh, you can appreciate that your man's dealt with some shit. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Why is that attractive? Well, do you mean in like in business wise or just exactly or just he's like he's done, like he's older than you he's eleven years yeah. older than you he's experienced life well, number he's, one he's had success he's had failures he's had yeah. issues he's cried all that but you keep saying that like if only men go through that and like girls don't go through that ever but all g- girls cry like crazy no, girls, girls go through an emotional we, we stuff do, like crazy we do have it easier oh my gosh for real <laughs> we do have it way easier yes. but in order to make a certain amount of money or have you know, X amount of success is who you become as a person. You have to grow through things. Yeah. But yes, to answer your question, of course, I appreciate the fact that he's way older. Chrissy, girls have it easier, but you know who has the easiest? Who? Pretty girls. Oh, absolutely. Pretty girls I'm don't not do even, shit. I'm not even going to argue with <laughs> okay. you. Okay. For real. Yeah. I always say this. Okay, you, I, you know, win, this you might win, be my win. canceled moment. I say, <laughs> What if she's pretty? What if she's a 10? Yes. But she's a crazy Latina. <laughs> Join the fucking club. You think that that would happen? Crazy. Oh my god. Here for a good time, not a long time. But what I was gonna say is like, the hardest situation is to be a very unattractive woman, 
And I don't mean just on the outside, but also on the inside. Um, absolutely. Because sometimes when you're like super unattractive, then you get spiteful and you get angry and you're like an ugly, bitter woman on the inside and the outside. Nobody wants anything to do with you. I know unattractive men in Miami, physically unattractive, and they're who are the most fun, mm-hmm. outgoing, confident, and they get the successful girls. guys the girls. I know. And they're like popping bottles, baby. Like, no, yeah. You can overcompensate for not being yeah. a, an attractive guy. You gotta pick guy. a struggle or or a girl too. Yeah, but if you're an unattractive woman, uh, there's no good. You, your personality, <laughs> no your personality, better make up for it. You for better, sure. yeah. Because uh, I've I've had in high school, I've been with friends that are fat girls, yeah. but they're so fun to be with yeah. because of the personality. <laughs> yes, like. Like, we were best friends in high school. Yeah. It's just because she was so dope. She was cool. And we got along and we hung out. Oh, yeah? Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah? Who's your fucking friend, mother? Who's this fat girl uh, friend of yours? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a spicy Latina that I wanted to see. All right, you guys. This has been a oh, lot yeah, of fun. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. Um, this we, is the... Um, we're at the end of the show here. Did, before we wrap up, is there fast. anything that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I think... Um, How long has it been? We've been going for go. a couple hours. We've been going hours. for an hour yeah. and uh, 40. Have a few oh, super okay. chats if you want me to read Go them. read them fast. Fire okay. away. So we have uh, the super questions. chat. It says, in the beginning of time, women wanted the strongest, then they wanted the richest, now they want emotional, intelligent men. Some mix and match all these, the, all three, depending on their priorities. That was from Jose, Jose Gonzalez. That's good. Because the, 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 feminine, the feminine energy in men is all about emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And and did you Google our age to men? What is it? What's the, the Google question? Emotionally mature. When you guys emotionally mature? A 42. 43. Mm-hmm. So you have one more so year. So you and I in the next couple of years, well, we he, got this come on, Adam. He's had me, so he already kind of mature at 40, but you ah. have one more year. So there's hope for me. Oh, Ladies, there's hope for this there's guy hope. out here to Let's figure out. Let's find this guy a day. <laughs> um, you just can't snore. <laughs> <laughs> I love you that Chrissy keeps circling back to that. <laughs> Do you know that we have met before? Yeah. Really? I spoke at the Epic Talks event. Oh, I was God. there with a girl. You guys met. We took yep, a picture together. My ex-girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. But we, we met. But it's been years. Yeah. By the way, anything that happened pre-COVID, and you haven't, it's like, uh, that, that happened uh, 20 years ago or three years ago? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What else we got? Um, and then I have this one about uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady can replace her a hundred times over with a woman just as more attractive. Giselle will never find a man uh, like Tom Brady. Thanks to I hypergamy. fully agree. Is that yeah. a girl? Was that a girl? Exactly. Uh, that was a gentleman. Oh. By the way, I don't think that's a crazy controversial comment. No, absolutely. If, you're, if like mm-hmm. if we want to get the emotional side of it, of course. Mm-hmm. No, but absolutely. what's the reason that Tom Brady? Let's get real here. What's the reason that Tom Brady married Giselle? We can go multiple reasons. We could say she's a good mother. She's a good person. She's she's fit. She's friendly. At the end of the day, you married her because she's a supermodel. Yeah. She's pretty, but you know now she's in her early to mid forties. So, so that. But you said it was her asking for a divorce, not she's him. Expired. That's what's even crazier. Oh, she expired. <laughs> My God. I have ten more years left to expire. <laughs> Jason, I don't want you. No, I, I said I had one goal here. I did not want these guys to get in a fight because of the show. Oh no! no Meanwhile, I have my producer Eric over here. Is like, get them to get in a fight, bro. Be great. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I got too much respect for them. Uh, now, you're good. Uh, yes. Okay. We, we had some disagreements. Thank you guys. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, well, we won't. We won't get into. That. We won't get into all that. Anyway, this is the part of the show where we call make us fight. 
<laughs> this is where we you air your fight. dirty laundry. Uh, right when we're doing too good for too long, we get bored. Like, oh, you want to fight? Yeah, okay, let's fight. I get that. Then the makeup sex is probably incredible. Amazing. <laughs> Listen, I need that meat. I need that money. And then yeah. start and the fight. So, I mean, we all know, understand the makeup. I mean, makeup sex. Yeah. It works out great. No, this is not the airing of the dirty laundry. This is what we call the happy ending, mm-hmm. right? So this is where we get your final thoughts. Uh, everything we discuss, you basically have an opportunity to look into a camera. Christy, your camera's right here. Mm-hmm. Jason, your camera's right there. And a bunch of people watching you, and you could say anything you want. Talk about what you're up to. Talk about what you want to be known for. Talk about where people should find you. Whatever you want to say, hmm. this is your moment. Christy, you can go first. Um, what I would like to tell the world is to that you matter, that your story matters, and that you can do amazing, amazing things with your life if you are intentional. And just to be present. Life is very, very, very simple, and I feel like everyone overcomplicates it because they're always looking for the next thing. I'll be happy when, or when I find this, or when I get the next partner, the right partner, when I make this amount of money, when I get this car, instead of appreciating what you have right now. Just be grateful for what you have right now. I mean, if you're watching this, if you have internet, if you can walk, if you can talk, if you have people that love you if you can breathe and eat and you're healthy you are way more blessed than you know and if you learn to be present and appreciate what you have right now life is so easy for it to flow and for you to have everything come your way but the second that you complicate the second that you go against and you try to you know please everybody else but yourself that's when you start blocking your own blessings so just stay true to yourself share your story and live life by the way, that was lovely. Who did her? Who did part of her speech remind you of? Nat. Um, She's like, I don't Patrick. know. Patrick. I don't know. Patrick. What about. Well, yeah. Patrick Patrick's says that all the time. Message, yeah. Listen, you have no idea how lucky ever you can. If you can walk, you can talk, you can speak, you can feel, you can touch. Absolutely. Like you have no idea how lucky you are. And sometimes, <clears throat> not to get too crazy, political, whatever. Sometimes it takes an immigrant who has moved to America to say stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you're, you know kind of what oh, yeah, I talked I about from, if you're born to money yeah. mm-hmm. or born to just easy living you don't appreciate but yeah. someone that comes from yeah. Lima, Peru that you know was expected to clean houses at five years old and, and said, I was no, like I'm, no I'm watching Nickelodeon I'm busy over here <laughs> or Patrick who comes from MTV, Iran MTV yeah exactly so it, it's, um, it takes sometimes a different perspective to appreciate that so a lot of people take it for granted so I it's agree. just something to be grateful for alright Jason uh, I gotta tell you she's the talker of the two mm-hmm. But this is your moment, brother. So go ahead, lay it on. Come on, Daddy. Oh no, the pressure's on. Daddy, oh, Daddy. I, I, whenever <laughs> she says that, it. I get turned on. I'm like, yeah. I know you do. I'm like, Daddy, go for it. Uh, uh, just kind of tangenting off what she said, like being present, being grateful. Most people, they 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 worry about the past. They worry, and it causes depression, or they're worrying about the future causes anxiety correct so living in the present in the now people want to the the greatest you know people people are trying to figure out how to be happy how do you be happy yeah what is the key to success and be happy it's just living in the present moment happiness is a choice yeah Mm. it's just it's, it's just living in the now if you if like we've gotten over arguments by just saying, just live in the present moment. Don't worry about what happened in the fu- the past. Don't worry about the future anxiety. Like, she's always bringing up dirt from the past. I'm like, just live <laughs> right now. I'm here with you right now. This is the once and the only chance. We're never gonna get this moment back. Live right here, right now. And then everything's gonna go good. Just so, so doesn't Jason kind of remind you of like Ryan Gosling yeah, in, uh, in The Notebook? Yes. Um, <laughs> so. 
what do you want? What do you want? Kind of have that similar voice. Uh, I agree. We all definitely want happiness. But this is amazing. Where can they find you guys on social? Go ahead. Millionaire underscore mentors, the business, Jason Double underscore Stone. Uh, millmentor.com is the blog. You can find me all over his social media. Christy underscore Christy underscore stone. Double underscore stone. Double underscore. You couldn't get to just the one underscore No, because he deleted my first Instagram, so we had to get a new name. You never yeah. told the story. Millionaire Mentor started because we got robbed. But. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we won't go there. We got to wrap up. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Sounds like an old situation. But you talked about everyone just wants to be happy. I say I I express gratitude. My mom, when I was a kid, she would make me say an affirmation every day. I do that. It was the most annoying thing ever because my mom told me what to say. I am a good Jewish boy. I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my God. I I would say these things. I was I'm just like. And I think at a certain age, I'm like, I'm done with the affirmation, okay? And then it circled back to, I don't know, maybe five years ago when I was just figuring out life. My mom's like, do you still do your affirmation? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, of course, mom. Of course I do. do. She's like, and I I said, you know what? I'm not going to lie to my mom about this. And I said, yes, mom, I do do my affirmation. But now it's a different one. I say basically what I'm grateful for. I say how much I appreciate being alive and i always say like i won't give you all the details because that's kind of my thing but i say all i want in this life is health wealth and happiness absolutely that's the big three for me because i i I deal in in the insurance business and financial business and estate planning and i deal with old wealthy people and i'm like do i want to be 80 and worth 100 million or not be young and broke i'm like i'll take young and broke all day (laughs) health baby health as well so i'm like all right i appreciate that all right cool Health, wealth. My life has changed. I say this all the time. When I was 25, I was sleeping on friends' couches. By the time I was 35, I had NBA players staying in my house. So like wow. things can happen very quickly if you if you fucking figure it out. So wealth is big, but happiness is like the is like this. What is happiness? It's like is it a feeling? Is it a moment? Is it something you're great? And I went to this event called the International Day of Happiness. It was a big event, <laughs> and they said that scientifically you can track happiness like if you buy clothes and or buy material items it's a it's a sugar high Mm -hmm. it's the it's the exact same situation as eating candy getting sugar high and then an hour later you're done but they said that giving back and having a deeper sense of purpose and a deeper sense of meaning and consistently doing that fulfilling that it's the exact opposite of sugar high it doesn't last an hour it doesn't last a week it lasts like for perpetuity so i'm like oh so happiness is having meaning and purpose in your life so i'm constantly saying i'm grateful for who i am i love where i'm at i'm focusing on my health my wealth my happiness i have meaning and purpose in my life and like everything that i do boom 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 and good things happen manifestation to your your initial point so anyway nice final touch thank you brother health wealth love and happiness and a lot of meat (laughs) that's where the love comes in thank you guys we're wishing you guys uh, a lot of health wealth and happiness and a lot of meat and a lot of for you ladies a lot of meat and just for a lot of you gentlemen be careful with your meat and also be careful with your money save that money we understand that we'll see you guys next time thanks for watching bye guys this was fun